You play an action game. Oh, you're playing on your Xbox. How much funny is driving a stick into someone in real life? <laughs> we could be doing that right now. We could be in a jungle right now. I have feces smeared on my face. <laughs> and instead I'm on TikTok watching Andrew Tate posturize about these things when I could actually be doing it. I could be chasing someone. <laughs> we, we could also explore the premise of our own show. Yeah, yeah, we got to do that. What's, what's the premise again? <laughs> well, <laughs> I think it's supposed to be a financial comedy podcast. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. Mate, we have to try get a younger audience. This is what I'm feeling. You, um, I had an epiphany. Yeah, we man, you messaged me and said you wanted to get those uh, 12-year-old TikTok boys. I want to get 12-year-olds. More into- hot boys on the podcast. That's our demo. We get them drugged up and yeah. they start doing our bidding. Have you, been, you haven't been watching Andrew Tate, have you? That's basically what he's done. What's Andrew, what is Andrew Tate? Andrew Tate has set up Hustlers University and it's one of the greats, right? All he does is misogyny, but uh. what happens is everyone in the hustler gets affiliate marketing money. So they, if they put up his clips and then they make ad space on it, he gives them a clip and then they keep, it's a pyramid scheme like what we first spoke of. Everyone below you, you make a clip on theirs. And he's basically just locust, like a locust swarm across all social media because there's just thousands of these dumb fucks that are uploading cl- clips of him going like, women should stay in the kitchen, the whores. And then like, People are getting angry about it, but it's just everywhere. If you go on TikTok, Instagram, all I see is Andrew Tate videos and it's just an army of 18-year-old boys just uploading to get money. And there's just male feminists losing their mind going like, you can't say that, but it's everywhere. Basically, TikTok is Andrew Tate now. There's nothing left. (laughs) He basically hacked the the matrix and the algorithm. And all he does is says provocative stuff to young guys that are angry because they can't get their dick sucked on the weekend what is, and they're lashing out at females. What's this? He's, he's an American-British kickboxer who's fighting out of Bucharest. Why do you have to dude, go to but, Bucharest to fight? Like, No, dude, he's a world champion. He's in Romania so that he can break laws. He <laughs> likes to live... He lives in a castle with <laughs> shotguns and just speeds at 200Ks and Maseratis. But what I'm loving is no one's worked out what he's done because he doesn't have his own account. And he just monetized all social media with a pyramid scheme. <laughs> and no one can really stop it because there's, he's got 38,000 people signed up to Hustler University where he just talks about how men should be men and they should be like they were before. Why are you blocking me? <laughs> I'm just moving the camera. Keep going. Dude, and he's just saying, he's just saying like, you pussy men, you got to call the police. He's like, I've got a shotgun. I'll just fucking shoot out my window protect yourself but i'm loving it man he's basically he, he he's overthrown tiktok it doesn't exist anymore it's his own it's his own business hustler university is tiktok and instagram now man weren't they banning it i thought i keep seeing 
Like every every week, they're like, "We're bet we've got to ban TikTok." Like it's so funny that there's a social media platform that every security agency in the world is going. We have to ban this. Like they are feeding our like our military intelligence directly into the brains of the Chinese. Like we have oh. to stop this. And then on the other side of the bench, people are like, "Yeah, but man, have you seen the dancers? They're so fun." No, but mate, have you seen Andrew Tate from Romania? Who was an unknown, and I just looked at his Google hits, and he's he's as big as Joe Rogan now. He's bigger than Biden. He's in Romania, just basically <laughs> saying, "Bash your chick, get her on OnlyFans. You take all the money, drug her up, keep her in a basement." He's like enslaved woman. You put them all on chains. They show their vaginas. You take the money, a chain of vaginas and profit. Oh. He, that's how he made his money as well. Um, pimping girls onto OnlyFans. He'd found vulnerable Romanians, drug them up, and get them OnlyFans accounts. Damn, dude, he's outperforming Andrew Tate in like Google searches, like the, the trends for dude, by miles. That's crazy. He, and he's a random, cocky YouTuber. But what people don't understand, he's got thirty-eight thousand young dudes that are making money uploading these toxic. Um, Messages so and I'm like, how do I, how, why how are they, we do how it? are they making money? What's the what's the scam? Well, basically, he sets up Hustlers University. It's fifty US dollars a month, and he goes, "I'll tell you how to make money. How you make money is uploading his videos <laughs> all over the interweb, <laughs> and then they get hits everywhere, and they get the the money. You know, the the, the money they monetize that uh, those feeds, and then he shares that money with everyone. So it's a pyramid, like." Anyone below you, you take a clip, yeah. having signed them up. So the motivation is, right, you've got, once you get 100 people below you, you're rich as well. It's, yes. it's just a classic pyramid. And then I think he takes all the ad money and clips some back to you. He'll give you like a, a percentage. But effectively what he's done, he started off with OnlyFans, pimping out uh, Romanian prostitutes and forcing them to show stuff. And uh, now he uh, thought uh. even better... Get cis 21-year-old males that hate their life to just hammer TikTok and Instagram with videos of misogyny. And um, so it's, it's, a, it's the male only fan. Man, that's amazing. It's something that sort of used to be reserved for strictly for housewives with Tupperware and Avon has now made yeah. its way into the world of like misogynistic kickboxing videos. Oh, <laughs> but dude, he's a, he's, he's a master because... I was, I was listening to Andrew Shields and, and he was like, how's this guy so big? And I'm like, because he set up a pyramid scheme <laughs> that basically <laughs> hacks the algorithms on all social media. No one ever thought that 38,000 people would be uploading one man's videos. So they can't really, they can't edit them out because they just, there's new accounts every day it's because every person's just signed up and then gets their 20 mates beneath them. That, we need to do it. Man, he's doing... Uh it's, it's not even just the, like like it's thirty eight dollars to start, man. He's got a fucking five hundred and forty seven Great British Pound Iron Mine program, a four thousand oh. one hundred pound war room. You can get invited to the Tate's War Room, a community where me and dozens of War Room soldiers will teach you exactly how to make money. Dude, the best part is he's now hit the mainstream. Every podcast is trying to get him on because he's uh. He's basically hacked the algorithm of TikTok, especially. And then they're all like, well, Andrew Shills wants to shill his fucking stupid, um, 
latest comedy special. Do you know what I loved? Did you hear Andrew Shields' latest special? And he goes, it was too hot for the networks. This is an act of free speech by mine to prove that we want real <laughs> comedy now. And I'm like, what a fucking uh, dodgy marketing angle. He's just fucking, oh, what, did you trans joke? Was he unable to sell it or was... Uh... No, dude, they said it's too hot for Netflix or whatever. And he goes... I'm not going to edit and compromise my creative oh. thing. You guys show this is an act. Now it's an act of defiance. It's not about my comedy anymore. It's about letting the big dogs know that no censorship <laughs> shall ever exist. And like, it's quite a nice strategy himself, but basically he has a sleep at the wheel. He should have become Andrew Tate. Anyone Man, that's smart can you hold is on? Doing just, just quick, like on the Netflix thing, this is the company that has like gone out to bat against thousands of employees just to protect dave Chappelle. yeah right? yeah, yeah like man, what what shit what would you have to say what kind of like race and no, race but, but war inciting i know it's i know it's bullshit but what what race war inciting bullshit would you actually have to say to not be allowed on netflix <laughs> what i love so much they won't protect lower comics. It's because Dave Chappelle's worth so much money and has so well, much gravitas. Well, it's because they threw $60 million at him for three specials. Well, that's what I'm saying. So, so, like, you can be transphobic if you're rich. That's basically it. Andrew Shields yeah. is not rich enough and doesn't have big enough reach to be transphobic. So, basically, it's like Epstein's Island. We can't do it. I tried to do it at a gig recently saying that a, a lot of the parents were angry at school. I've done that bit because mm. uh, a boy's transitioning. And then I said, admittedly, he's Down syndrome. <laughs> the crowd is so angry. I'm not rich yeah, enough what, to wait, say what that. is this bit? What is this bit? I was just, I was set them up like, look, I'm supporting it. And then, so look, admittedly, he's, he's Down syndrome. Like the fullback and reveal that he has <laughs> meant that he's basically disabled. And then, um, but I'm like, Chappelle could do that. I can't. I had to almost, I apologise. And then as people were leaving, I said, I, I've just had a, a rough week. I fucked <laughs> up. I've been, I've been dating a Downs. Uh, I'm pro every Downs. <laughs> I'll date a Downs to prove. Imagine dating a Downs so you can do Downs jokes. Have you got one? Yeah, mate, get me in front of one. I'll, I'll, I'll pass one just to show you wrong. Come on. Dude, I'm going to date a Downs so I can do material on Downs. And as they're yelling at me, I'm going, well, that's weird because my wife loves it. And she's staring the wrong way. And she's staring the wrong way, licking the table. I'm like, well, well Stacy, my hot Downs wife, who's now got a boob job, she got a triple D, she got massive cans, massive cans. Dude, a Downs with big cans, I'm in, hey. <laughs> Man, do we, do we talk about this? Do you remember the... Uh, you remember the uh, it was like a Victoria's Secret thing. They were like, we've got our first Down oh. syndrome model. Oh, and it's like, dude. oh, really? Wow, you found another fucking, you know, another group you dude, could exploit? Thanks. They haven't fuck. gone far enough for me. And this is what I dude, was saying. But also they had to sit around in a room and they were like, man, there's got to be a hot one. <laughs> like, like, pull up all the pictures. Who's Has anyone been collecting pictures of people with dude. Down syndrome? Because there's got to be a hot one and we've got to dress them up. I want it to go extreme. I want lingerie to be sold by like a paralyzed down syndrome woman in, in a wheelchair with with fake tits and that that is your lingerie model like you've just got to go all out but because we were talking about it last week right about um why is everyone getting so angry if someone's transitioning because it's the ultimate yeah. prank 
Exactly. If yeah, if you if you're anti-trans, you're like perfect. You sit back and you can watch the carnage unfold. So like, why the fuck do you care? But the truth is, you're just so fucking angry that you're like, I know uh, the kids, the kids, the kids. Oh, it's the kids I'm worried about. Like, man, you're fucking worried about nothing. Fuck off, dude. I want if, I want lingerie to go to the point where it's cross species. Like, there's a sloth in a G string. Well, dude, <laughs> like, that's but that, like. Where does it? Where do we? Where do we stop sexualizing, man? You know what I mean? Like when it's getting to the point where we're trying to tick off different disabilities, like oh, yeah, where? Yeah. Where do you stop sexualizing? Like, come on! And you know, right? Like, of course, like inclusivity—that's great that you've got it down. But what's not great is that you've got a fucking PR campaign around it, going like, yeah, yeah, we yeah. found a hot one, boys, like fucking get on it. And you know that you know that there's someone out there who is getting that fucking magazine and they're like, finally, oh, this is what I've been man. waiting for. But the thing fucking is, finally come. The hardest part of it is like, I'm all for putting anything in the magazines, but I'm like, you can't deny people's uh, sexual like what they attracted to. Like you can't just make it up. Do you know what I mean? When you go to a nightclub, you can't just force someone to make out with the the ugly girl. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm like, <laughs> but what I'm saying to you is like, why are we lying? I went to high school. I was an ugly guy. No one invited me to the ball. So why can't I sell underwear? I'm like, well, because no one wanted to kiss me because I had acne and I'm horrible. And I'm like, I realized I had to try to be more funny or make money. But I'm like, we're just going to deny it. Do you know how bad it is now that you have uh, a disabled person and then the disabled at school is still getting um, discriminated against? And it would be like, well, it doesn't even add up. Like, we're in all the magazines. I bet no one will touch me in real life. I just don't understand. Like, I'm on the cover of Vogue. I'm on the cover of Vogue and a guy just threw a sandwich at my head and told me to kill myself. Do you know what I mean? Like, Dude, you can't no, deny you're, reality. I, you're, miss, you're, missing the, you're missing the point. Is they they were like shit. We're running out of things. Like, what mm. are we gonna do next? Like, and then and then they started like they looked at Down syndrome and they were like, man, there's got to be a hot one. Like, we have to fetishize yeah. this somehow. Like, we have to turn this into a commodity. You know what I mean? It's, it's and like, but like, do a campaign and have all sorts of people in there. Yeah, yeah, but like, man. D- but when you're like, Vogue's on the hunt for the hottest disabled girl. Oh, like, dude. And- <laughs> has your sister got one leg? Do you know anyone with cerebral palsy? Fucking oh, get them in here. And think about it. Now they're going to, they've been sexualized. So now they're not safe. A lot of them have mental issues. They don't know what's going on. Now they're on the bus going to ice skating or whatever they do. And there's predators banging on the windows with their dicks out, trying to access them because they've been they've fetishized these dis, these, these sort of oh I love a brain dead girl, and then people are trying to raid facilities. Do you know where people they need protection? They're not even sure they're alive, and there's a guy trying to shove his dick through the window and goes, give it a licky. I'm like, you're actually making them unsafe. It's actually going to become unsafe where people are breaking into mental health facilities trying to force force their way onto someone that's got schizophrenia, doesn't even know they're alive, and there'll be men running in trying to gra- grope them because they've been involved. Suddenly, suddenly, like, predators are, are attacking sort of learning disabled schools. Dude, 
that's where it's going to go, man. It's going to be like Vogue's BPD of the year. Like, we found oh, the yeah. hottest bipolar girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've never seen... She has so many... This disassociative identity disorder oh, damsel dude. has got so many different personalities. And, and the post is her in the shower, half-clothed, crying. That's the whole series of pictures It's like she's crying in one And then she's slashing her tires in another And in a third one she's like like Staring at, staring out the blinds And it's like catching Her yelling at the supermarket <laughs> at someone About some aliens <laughs> And people are like Aah. Yeah man dude when is it going to be When is it going to be like the hottest homeless In Southport oh. we've found them We've got them They're on bus oh, stations Not only God, are they dude. sleeping on them They're now on bus stations everywhere watch as we we lift the sleeping bag on someone in the, in the flats in the cape flats we will peel back that sleeping bag and reveal the goodies on, on, on the, in, in the uh, in the lift out section dude i can't believe people still buy magazines i went yesterday <laughs> who's buying mags dude oh what do you mean we just we fetishists Fetishists, that we've like we've. That's exactly why Vogue is doing this. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the magazine print is a dying, uh, is a, is a dying industry. Yeah. And they're like, shit, we're gonna write, we're gonna stir up some headlines. Yeah. I know, man. Like, <laughs> oh man, I just look whatever. I support all of it because to me, I like watching um, the meltdown of society. So I'm like, just go all in, man. Do everything. I've, I've become a massive proponent of everything, every single idea. Whatever, whatever seems destructive and seems ridiculous, I'm like, not far enough, not far enough. I want every, every event must have a trans man winning. I don't care. Let's make them win everything. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Destroy female sport. Have trans you know, men. Would you know what's weird? Which was sort of, was sort of weird, right? It's like we're going in the direction of... Uh, uh, like so inclusive. You remember fifteen years ago when uh, that bum fights thing was huge oh, yeah, and it yeah, was yeah, yeah. and it was exploitative. But man, we're yeah, heading back shocking. there, dude. We're going right back there where it's like you've seen the UFC, you've seen pro boxing, heavyweight, featherweight. Now you're gonna see the homeless fight like on the bus. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's progress now, I guess. Well, it's progressive because um, everyone should be included. Everything should be, and I I agree with like say in sport. I don't know why everyone everyone's... should be included at the the complete ignorance of the commodification yeah. of whatever the thing is. I should I should be able to transition and get a gold medal. I'm happy to do it. And if any girl's getting angry about that, you're fucking not progressive enough. I, I want hate, man. I hate to tell you this. There's not one fucking event you're winning. Any gender, any disability. What about this? What about um shooting in the Olympics and I turn the gun to the other uh, I was going to say if you point the gun at yourself maybe you'll get no. a goal. <laughs> Dude, people are shooting plates and I'm like why don't you just shoot the opponents? There's the world champion right there. I'll turn the gun on him. I just won. I just got rid of the top 10 competitors. Wow. You've got a gun. You got a gun. You're coming third and you're not going to shoot the winner in the head. As if. As, oh, the final plate. Hope I get it. How about I just fucking turn it? He's watching, see if he's won, and execute him. Well, that's what we need to think of, man. We need to find a business that exploits more vulnerable people. We've got it because we've got the clips. Right now, we made these fake clips. Obviously, we're just being stupid trying to get views. 
but we need to monetize it. So we're going to create the pyramid scheme that we spoke of before, mm-hmm. which was people investing their super. But now we, you just get other people beneath you and then we're going to monetize our sure thing clips and we're targeting the 12 to 13-year-old um, hot boy. <laughs> Man, dude, that's a good one, dude. I, I think 12 to 13-year-old boys, that's a, they haven't been exploited very much. We can exploit dude, them. Your parents are slaves. They work at Rio Tinto. What do they know? Follow me. Monetize. We're going to make money. You've got kids. What are 12 to 13-year-old boys like? Like, what do we entice them with to make them make um, us money? They just, they just, they realize life's a scam, but they need someone to point it out to them. Okay, not your, okay, not, not your kids. Not your kids. Let's go for the average kid. I'm talking like, it's, I know it's not Pokemon. You know what I mean? Like, what is, what's the fucking thing? Dude, you know what I was actually thinking, though, as... How could you, you know, you can do deep fakes now. Yes. How can you not just hack an OnlyFans and then just make a million different uh, deep fake characters? Like none of these people have to be real. You can just take a photo on the way to work of a, a random girl getting a coffee that's hot, a nice little <laughs> cute, cute downsy, and then you take that photo and you deep fake it on a current OnlyFans and you make out Sheila Rhodes. One of the hotties, and you just you basically just download videos from my, my uh, like porn videos, and then just upload it as a real person. And these are all AI generated fake people, and people Man. are like, "I love Sheila Rose. She's a real hottie." Man, and it's basically I, just AI. Know, I I think you're onto something, but I I, I think uh, from a quick Google search. I think it's I think it's happening. There's some Vice article. Some dude paid thirty dollars to have deep fake deep fake uh, porn made of him. Dude, but, but I'm saying like better than that. So then they're not. It's like Tate had to actually go and drag people out of um, out of places in Ukraine and Romania with uh, under under heavy fire to drag them out of their houses and their butcher shops and whatever. And real people. I'm like, let's just. There's a ton of porn there. And just pretend that's a, uh, an actual person. It's Sheila Rhodes. And people can never attack her because she doesn't exist. And it's just basically a random woman that I've taken a photo from. Well, she does exist because it's a woman that I took a photo of at a bus stop. <laughs> and she suddenly realised she's one of the hottest things on OnlyFans. <laughs> well, what's, what, what's worse, do you think, is uh, uh, like getting a photo of someone and making the deep fakes of them and they... they they do exist, or but it's only fans. or you, or creating through AI like uh, a series of OnlyFans accounts, like the most beautiful. Oh, that's better. People that's better. who don't even exist, and you have these like just these fucking like ho- so perfect horny, woman. the horniest subscribers who are like, un- it's unbelievable, unbelievable that like the, the, the perfect woman that like it triggers every fucking synapse in their brain. Yeah. Because you've got one for everyone, but they've found them and they're fucking spending thousands of dollars a month on them. But but they're not and they're not they're not even real. What what would, what, do you, what would be what would fuck you up more? The only disclaimer is they are real because I want to have a digital altered voice so I can interact with them just because it's so much fun. <laughs> I want to be able to do the live chats. <laughs> hey, what are you wearing, Pete? Do you know what I mean? I need to catfish because I'm like it's not all about money. It's also about being able to actually access their mind yeah. and uh, say depraved things. <laughs> you know what I mean? Try emotionally abuse them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You can make, you can get rich. But what about emotionally abusing vulnerable men? <laughs> Surely that's the real reward. The real reward is getting him to. 
try and meet you at a bus stop at 3 a.m. and then not showing because your car had broken down. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was on my way. My the bus was delayed. I'm coming. Vlog it, whack it, jack it, and bash it. All to the hottest exploited mentally ill girls in this edition of Hot Mess Monthly. One look and you'll be begging to bust at Buffy, our bustiest bipolar bitch. Delicious Delilah's depression will have you cranking out some liquid from your cock. We've even slid open Sabrina's sleeping bag. And let's just say there's nothing homely about this homeless hottie. As always, every girl featured this month will be slipping out of the latest from Victoria's Secret, the company whose CEO Les Wexner had Jeffrey Epstein serve as an advisor through the 90s until he sexually assaulted a woman in Lee Wexner's home. She managed to flee and call the police, but was then held by security staff for 12 hours. Grab a copy today and make a hot mess for yourself. Man, how uh, how how is this uh, Ukraine Russia thing still fucking going? Like, I am, I can't believe Dude, the it. The thing is, I I didn't think like not in a million years. No part of my mind thought, okay, this is gonna go on so long that it stops being in the news. But it has. And who even cares about it? Who goes on a honeymoon or can take you to Ukraine? No one cares. I'm like, just fucking delete the place from the map. I don't know why people are invested. Man, did you see they uh they they signed a deal today to open uh like three major oh. ports because uh the world was facing some global hunger can't issue. Wait, can't wait for Ukraine to open up. Can't wait to holiday in the Ukraine. No, 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 because because Russia uh, Russia exports apparently exports all the grain, like all the grain that we use. Yeah, yeah, I've got a, I've got a mate that's a. Wheat farmer, he's made a fucking fortune I because bet. of this. And you know what? The Ukraine war is the best thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> he's cruising around in Teslas and he's like, fucking keep bombing, keep bombing. We've got another crop coming through next year. But bro, how, how, how badly do you need your fucking wheat picks that we have to reopen the port so we can buy more grain from Russia? Like, can't we just get off grain? Fuck grain. Man, when was the last time yeah. you ate grain, dude? I, I have uh, never eaten grain. <laughs> I, I don't know what they make. Right. I don't know what they make out of grain, but I don't think I've fucking eaten any in ten years. I don't Mate. reckon. <laughs> yeah, I reckon you might have. <laughs> no, <laughs> dude, fuck them. Yeah, how good? How good that be? <laughs> Russia's like like Vladimir sitting there going like, hey, "Don't worry, guys. Like it's all gonna be cool. At some point, they're gonna need the grain. Like we've cut off the grain. They're all gonna yeah. die, and everyone's everyone switches off grain." <laughs> Do you reckon it would would it happen? You know what? You know what, Vlad? We're all doing fucking paleo just to sink your economy. <laughs> Do you know how much people hated Trump? Do you reckon it would have happened if they had Trump in power? Because there's no way he would have got he wouldn't have nuked him. Like he's not fucking around. It would have gone one of. The two extremes, he right? Them. He would well, he would have nuked one of them. It would have been like 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 Russia, they're great oh, guys. Dude, do you know what I would have done? They, they, he would have, he would have nuked Ukraine, or he would have nuked Vlad. I would have nuked both of them for good measure and go like, I'm sick of you foreigners <laughs> clogging up my news feed. Just fuck you both. Just completely paving the Eastern Bloc. You it's know a what? You're taking away time <laughs> from my Andrew Tate TikToks. <laughs> fuck off. You foreigners, I'm bombing both of you. I'm sick of hearing about Russian Ukraine. Who's going to Russia? What, are we all waiting? Oh, I can't wait for Russia to open up again. These countries need to be wiped out. They need to be vanquished, don't you think? Just destroy them. 
Man, Russia has been a, a stain. Uh, What's it going to do? What's it going to do if you nuke them? As long as we don't get a nuclear winter, if we can keep it uh, sort of isolated. Yeah. What, oh, we can't go to Russia for, t- for 100 years? Oh, <laughs> oh, that's wrecked my fucking Europe tour. I'm not going there. I, I don't, don't know care. if you've seen any Russian dash cam footage recently, but uh, for the last, at least at least since the dash cams have been out, Russia's looked like it's been in a nuclear winter. It's a fucking miserable fucking place. It's cold. It's miserable. The people there are violent and evil. But uh, <laughs> can I tell you who would be popular there? Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate would be blowing up in Russia. Well, yeah, man, dude, he's in fucking Romania right now. That's that's uh, that's Russia dude, light. But I, I, you know what other thing dude, is? Like, we, we're saying? Romania is just like Romania was Russia in the eighties until the, until they dragged uh, Ceausescu off cool that Russia. helicopter and they fucking. It's <laughs> a cool Russia, man. Yeah, and they shot him in the head, dude. But I must say, like, I do like the perversion. Like we're talking the magazines, but I also like the fact that this. Uh, uh, a misogynist just fucking goading people. Like, it's funny to me. Like, obviously, we don't agree in it. Love is pure. Love is kind. We must save everyone. The weak. We must represent the weak. But I do like that someone's just fucking annoying people <laughs> constantly. <laughs> you got to check his videos. Just fucking pissing people off. And they don't really have... The reality is, man, the mi- minorities don't have power because they're a minority. So they can be quashed at any moment. All they need is a couple of Andrew Tates and then people are going, you know what? Maybe I'll start parking in the disabled bay. What do I care? Maybe <laughs> I'll take the disabled seat on the bus. What are they going to do, fight me off? Maybe I'll shove them off the bus and give them another disability. Maybe times change. Man, did you see, uh, uh, like, this has to be the most extreme form of that exploitation. Uh, yep. The only, like, all those news articles about Ukrainian OnlyFans models who are raising money for the country. For the military. Oh, really? Yeah. To buy so, weapons? Like, like, dude, how how much more explo- exploit- exploitative can you get than you're going into an active, like, an active war to jack yeah. off and give money. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, my God. Like, is nothing sacred? What about a country defending itself from one of the world's supreme evils, Vladimir Putin? No, no, no. We're going to jack off to that as well. A peasant a peasant Ukrainian girl has to expose her vagina <laughs> to try to save her farm <laughs> from being bombed. It's so bad. And, and, dude, and it's got one of those little, it's got a little ticker up on the side and it, like every time it buzzes it's like oh if 40 dollars oh. closer to getting one of those javelin missiles dude that's the best the money it's no longer money it just shows hand grenades and <laughs> as it goes up that's another 300 hand grenades we got 300 hand grenades i'm going live on tech oh. i'm gonna fucking shove a, a, a military weapon up my pussy <laughs> to try raise money so that, that's what that's what scares me though right is that uh, it's, st- it's still an active invasion of a country from uh, what has historic, like for the last 50 years in all media and also in reality been uh, the most acceptable face of what is true evil, which is Russia, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, the yeah, Cold yeah. War, Air Force One and every other fucking movie like yeah. it. Uh, like it's hap- like the war is still happening and... And people now are like, oh, but oh, we need wheat bix, so we need grain. Like, we're gonna get Dude, but you know what the thing is? Dude, it means it's on the way to, it's on the way to them fucking winning diplomatically somehow. Dude, but the thing is, it's slowly improving because so much of the movies back in the day, the Russian 
was the evil people. Mm. And now Disney just has generic. But what they really need to go is the other way is have the Russians and the Chinese as heroes in movies. They come to save the West and they could flip it. You only have to watch three, st- uh, three new Top Guns where Russia <laughs> saved the day and suddenly people would be out there campaigning for the Russians. It'd only take one movie. One movie with Tom Cruise in. Tom Cruise has a Russian accent going like, I'll protect you, America. And suddenly we'd be like, people would be wearing Russian shirts that have scarves because they just latch onto anything, right? They've just been vilified. Did you watch that Chernobyl show? The HBO one? No, nah, man. I can't. Did you know what? Any, I heard it was good. But the title Chernobyl just seem it doesn't seem like a good Saturday night. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not really like oh, I've had a rough day at work. Let me kick back and watch Chernobyl. <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> Let me watch Chernobyl. It's fucking good, right? But uh through the like the artistic choice they made through the series is that no one spoke with like a fake Russian accent. Like all the actors yeah, were yeah. uh British and like like american or german wherever they were from they just spoke with their accent right and i was like oh that's you know like you you at, at first you're like oh that's weird like none of them sound russian at all and, yeah. and i was listening to uh, they had a podcast on the making of it and they kind of yeah. skirted around it but essentially the producers were like yeah we we couldn't really figure out a way to have people speaking with a russian accent without that didn't sound racist no no not racist uh, like fucking stupid like silly because oh. like, <laughs> they were like it's it has to be one of the silliest accents like there's Dude. no way that this show flies and gets uh, like a 90 percent on rotten tomatoes when everyone's going like what are we going to do about the <laughs> oh there's a big nuclear explosion i don't know what to do <laughs> it's like borat con the fruiter it's all comical <laughs> to you now like Hello, they're, they're coming now. And you're like, <laughs> but dude, how much but, but of racism? But man, how good is that, right? Like you look at Dominic West in The Wire and people yeah. are like, I didn't even know he was British. Fucking, oh, good job. Yeah. That's amazing. And then you look at Chernobyl and you're like, oh, thank God they didn't try and speak it with a Russian accent because that would have oh, really man. fucked it up for me. <laughs> Why do movies get away with that? Because when they did Russians, Chinese... Like if you go on stage and go like thank you very much, you're 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 actually banned immediately. <laughs> but then they can have a movie with a Chinese guy talking that accent for three hours. No one cares. <laughs> the Russian guy's like, Oh, you're making me crazy. And I'm like, I say that on stage and eight people come and say, You'll never work in this town again, you fucking scumbag. But I'm like, it's already a westernized version of the voice. They get a Chinese accent that's English and sounds with the accent. Like, how, how many movies have that? Every fucking movie with a Chinese man in is doing racial slurs effectively. Oh, me likey, me likey. They never talk normally. They've always got the accent. But, oh, oh if you do it in stand-up, someone will fucking try to ban you. But you can make a three-hour movie where uh, these people are obviously English speakers. They're American actors. Or Indians. You get, like, Seren... Seren from Australia and then he's in a movie mark my words he's got to do the accent I don't he's never done it in his fucking life I don't know he's never done it in his life I don't know what you've sort of twisted the concept from to now I am a little lost but I understand that you're annoyed that you can't do an accent no but I'm saying to you like say the, the Indian the Indian accent I'm like <laughs> that, guess what they speak Indian is it Indian 
Hindu? I don't know what the fuck they speak. I think the accent would be Indian, but Hindi's the language, right? No, but I'm saying you can't have an accent. <laughs> Russian is Russian. There's not this butchered version. It's fucking but, despicable. Hold on, hold on, but, no, but, like, no, but who? Oh, but who are you? Oh, like, where, where should this be that it's not? What are you? Well, basically, the only way you can do Russian is with um with subtitles. <laughs> Otherwise, it should be normal. <laughs> no, but that's the point I'm trying to make. Is they were like, man. The, like Russian people sound so fucking stupid. Like so we cannot stupid. put this in there, or it'll ruin the immersion of the show. Because people oh, will mate. be watching it, going, "Damn, this sounds dumb as fuck." Dude, <laughs> did, I, did, did I tell you? Because mate, that is that is funny. Did I tell you I watched Top Gun again and it's awful? I the original, it. the second one. Oh, I haven't watched. I haven't watched. I the told you yet. I took my kids there. I thought it yeah. was good enough, and my son was snoring. During it, and I had to keep waking him up. No, 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 your son's just a little fat boy, and he has difficulty breathing. And yeah, I think yeah, you should really, breathing. you should really do something about it. Do you know what? You know what I fucked up. Which I one thought, was oh, snoring? Wait, was it the fat one or the regular one? Dude, this the, just just not, answer. There's no fat. But this was. This <laughs> one, you know what happened? Fat one. Yeah, well, this I is how you realize. This is how you realize you get fucked because it's like. There's so much fluff in there. Do you know where they're driving and courting for about an hour? But I thought, oh, this would be good for my kids. The only thing I didn't think of were the previews. Coming up, Halloween death match. And it just showed like, ah! And like, do you know what I mean? Like the previews? And they're like, what's this, daddy? And I'm like, that's an R-rated fucking horror movie, boy. <laughs> do you know what I mean? He's like, I'm scared, daddy. I'm scared. It's like, raped at night, dead in the day, Halloween 3. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. But uh, like Top Gun seems so cheesy now. Anything made by Disney, a kid can watch. But fuck, there was an hour of bullshit. Him driving around, these montages, driving around, staring in the distance. There's a, there's a period of them on a boat. For no reason, with yeah. the wind whipping in their hair. And I'm like, who writes this fucking shit? All I wanted was the final fight scene. Well, I've not I've not seen the new one, but the, I mean that was like the whole point of the old ones, like Top Gun and fucking uh uh Days of Thunder. Man, like that they were it was full of that shit. That's all oh, it yeah, was. Yeah. It was yeah, just yeah, yeah. fluff. Like it was and that was that was the whole Point, man. Do you, Dude, you that, like the, the what's, what's, what's the most famous Top Gun scene? Like the original Top Gun, most famous Top Him Gun sitting scene. Sitting on that car, sitting on that no, car. No, that no, woman no. Sitting on the car. No, the one that people always refer to. I don't know. The fucking volleyball scene, dude. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And the like game, the homoerotic volleyball scene. But like, no reason for the for that to be in there. But they were like, you know yeah, what we yeah, need? Yeah. That, like that's exactly what we need. I'm, I'm dude, not, we spoke about it on the last step though, but. Tom Cruise does all his own stunts, but he, the sex scenes and anything intimate is so cringe. He is a fucking psychopath. He, he demands full penetration every single time. No, man, <laughs> just the way he the way he holds himself, you can tell he's not interested. And I don't think he's homosexual. I just think he's a psychopath because he doesn't really. When he's kissing her, he's like American Psycho. You can tell he only gives a shit about himself and the fact he's the head of Scientology. Like, you can tell yeah. that he basically thinks females are lizards. Dude, it's like, he doesn't respect It's them. really hard to uh, to be intimate with someone on screen as an actor when you're harboring the secret of where David Miscavige's wife is actually. Like, you had to drive around in in one of your Ferraris and dispose parts of her body in different parts oh of Los my. Angeles. <laughs> what is this? What, did he kill someone? 
Not not Tom, but uh, it's it's was it da- it is David Miss fucking yeah 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 Miss Miss Cavage Miss Miscavige, which sounds like by the way Miscavige kind of sounds like a crime Russian oh no no I, I guess Russian but it's, I think yeah. it sounds like a crime like oh it's a bit of a fucking Mis- Miscavige over there there's been oh someone's oh some have you done yourself a mischievous <laughs> yes, exactly. Chopper, Uncle Chop <laughs> you've done yourself a mischievous but his uh so he he that guy's the head of Scientology. And yeah. his wife uh, has not been... She was last seen in public in August of 2007. Yeah, well, man, she just doesn't like the limelight. <laughs> she likes the limestone <laughs> being buried in a quarry. Oh, this shit. Dean, <laughs> yes. um, Dude, I reckon Tom Cruise would prefer to suck his own dick. That's his dream. Mm, maybe, Dude, yeah. Some comic... Some, some comic I saw someone comic right. I've had to. I've paid to have two ribs installed so I, so I can stop sucking my own dick. Like the oh, reverse. I heard that one. I, I, that got repeated back to me. I've just paid to have two two ribs installed so I can finally stop sucking my own dick because I couldn't get anything done. Dalton's a good so, one. Dalton's a great one. Was that he had to did get? It, did Dalton right? No, that, no, no, that no, no. Been Dalton. no. Dalton's great one was he had to get two of he got two of his vertebrae removed so he could eat his own ass. <laughs> That's even better. That's even better. That's the best one of the lot. It's so good, dude. I got the, the fifth and sixth discs removed so I can lick my own ass. <laughs> Suck my own ass. Oh, dude. It's so funny when you think, oh, the rib joke's done. But then once you put the anus in there, you're like, no, it's not done. No one went far enough. Dalton fucking nailed that. That is funny as fuck. Yeah, Intrusive thoughts are the leading cause of feeling uncomfortable amongst 80% of Australians. We're all at risk. You could be having one any moment, like using a scissor to cut the tip off of your foreskin, or pushing one of those little metal SIM card removers deep under your fingernails. Can you imagine how horrible that would be? The thin metal slowly breaking through the skin between your nail and the fleshy part of your finger? Try not to picture it, and definitely don't think about what that would feel like. Intrusive thoughts don't have them. Dude, I've got to go down. I'm not feeling the right energy, man. You know why? That trans stuff was too mean. Well, I mean, we did a pretty good job of staring it away from the trans stuff. Yeah, I know, but I just, I, I've just noticed that I keep talking about it. You I do keep talking about it. I, you, but, you know, I think, uh, to, I think, to be serious for a second, that the thing is yeah. that, like, you're searching for a... Uh, Premise. Like, no, like a marginalized group as an example, and that's at the forefront. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's it's constant, it's constant, and you don't like you don't immediately jump to fucking homeless or like oh, to yeah, whatever. Yeah, 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 man. And this is the problem with stand up because there's so many um, tr- transgender bits now because you're just reaching, and it seems like the the obvious hit. And that, that's probably why they have a point that they are getting targeted because like back in the day. I would probably have gone downs, and I'm trying to go back there. But now, now I'm always doing the trans thing. But I don't think anyone has a very good take on it. As I said from the beginning, do whatever you want. I love, I love it all. I love running into a mate that's now in high heels and going, how have you been? 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? Obviously, obviously you've been going through hell and back because people will be throwing fruit at you. And down <laughs> yeah, at yeah. But I'm like, I'm proud yeah, of you. I, I love that's that's a, that's a real moment when it's like, oh, how have you been? And like, you you know, as soon as you, you ask the question, oh, you've, you've been living a like sort of a lie for the last 30 years. That's that must have really. Oh, sucked. yeah, yeah. You've been, oh, oh, you've been committing fraud to your. Fraud to your inner circle. So when we had that uh, Bucks party and you told me X, Y, Z, you were lying. <laughs> you were lying. <laughs> when I opened up to you about my relationship and you actually weren't even in the right fucking gender. So, like, thanks for breaking my trust, cunt. When I said I was suicidal and you didn't at that point tell me that you've been living a lie and you still let me open up. You fucking duplicitous cunt. No, whatever. All right. <laughs> Dude, do you know what the funniest That's thing funny is? That's <laughs> My funniest, the funniest thing is someone goes like, yeah, it's been big for me. I'm transitioning. And then you go like, well, I, yeah, I've had a big moment as well because I got my third and fourth vertebrae removed so I can suck my own ass off. <laughs> imagine, imagine dropping that back in. So now it's a big change. My new name, Stacy. I'm transitioning. I'm like, yeah, I've been going through a lot as well. Getting my fourth and fifth vertebra removed <laughs> so I can suck my own anus. <laughs> you, know, and just, you steal their moment. They'll be like, what? Don't make a joke of this. And you're like, yum, 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 yum. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Dude, I'd love to say that to someone. I'm looking to do some big changes to my body as well. But then don't you think like... Don't you think the the worst thing about the uh, like about Chappelle and uh, <laughs> yeah. all all of this fucking con- like every time he's in the news is this like I, I don't know if you've uh, watched his most recent special. Oh, but mate, like man, just do, watching but you, the crowd. You're watching, like no, but dog. you're watching it. You're watching it, and he starts talking, and you're like, oh, oh dude, man. Like, just shut up, dude. Like, like oh, dude, dude, oh, and I and don't the, care about your fucking take on... Dude, like, and, and the oh. way he's mythologised now, and he sits on that stool like an old pensioner in a retirement village, and then everyone in the crowd looks like dogs waiting by the bowl to be fed. <laughs> What's he going to say? And then he doesn't really... It's slow, verbose, fucking... Blah, blah. And I'm like, is this stand-up anymore? Is it, is it stand-up? It's funny, but fuck, I have to listen for such a long time for your payoffs. I'm like, it's like listening to my granddad telling stories that were once funny. I'm like, fucking keep moving, cunt. You're on the stool. You're like slurring this out. It's like you've got Alzheimer's. It's too slow. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, good premise. That, dude, that is exactly it. Keep moving. Because like, what? The, I don't know. I can't remember what, it, what the fuck was in the first three specials. That Who Netflix would like dropped. it? What who what twenty year old that doesn't get the context of Chappelle would find it funny? You'd just be like, "Who is this old man?" Yeah, we get it. There's not even a hot take on any of this shit. The first three, right? I don't I don't remember what the fuck was the like the problem was. Uh, like there were just like like there were decent specials. One of the I think one of them I was like, "Oh, that was a really good special." And but and like there's some there's some throwaway joke in there or he's like he touches on like like trans something right someone messages him on Twitter and he's like you know what I reckon I could fucking milk this for four more specials oh, mate. and you know what eventually it'll be like he's so lazy he's on the stool now eventually it'll be him in bed and he'll roll over <laughs> and then just you know what I mean and he'll be have like he'll roll over and he's eating grapes. 
and then just in a hospital gown on stage and just be like, ah. And then eventually he won't even come to the show. It'll be a live feed of him lying in a couch somewhere in a beanbag just going, I've had a thought. I've had a thought. Welcome to the show. I'm like, can you just fucking, can he get back to how he used to be and, and walk around a bit? Can, yeah, you, yeah. can you do some work, you fuck? Like, I love that you're so, oh, you know what the whole joy is now? Showing off how comfortable he is being in front of an audience. <laughs> oh, you're so relaxed. I could do anything. I could wipe my ass up. Yeah, I can lie on the stage. Look at me doing yoga. Eventually, you know what he'll be? On a yoga mat doing fucking Pilates in front of the crowd saying, this is how little I care about what I'm talking about. He does an hour fucking Bikram yoga in front of you. And then just farts at the end. And they go, he's a fucking genius. It's commentary. <laughs> it's social commentary. He did Pilates for an hour and then ripped a fart at the end, commenting on what uh, the decay of Western civilization. They'd be f- they're always looking to fill in the gaps for him. I'm like, he needs to write more jokes, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of it. Put some fucking punchlines in there, man. No true comedic genius gets stuck on a singular topic. For, oh. for 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 four or five specials in a fucking row, dude. You know what? It, you know what it's it's like. Um, it's like uh, yeah, yeah, multiple swings of the bat. I'm like, hey, hey, back in the day, you like a Stanhope, you covered the topic well, yeah, and then it's done. You don't get ninety swings. It's not a fucking pinata. <laughs> the trans community is now like pinata that he just hits over and over and go like, I've got a new angle. I've got a new angle. What if they transition and they're wrong? But then I think, fuck, I'm, I'm trying to work the pinata myself. But I'm like, why does he get so many swings at the bat at the trans community? Yeah. Why, does he keep, why, why doesn't he fucking talk about electric cars or some shit? Like, give me something new. Uh, Elon on Mars. Let's do Elon. Why doesn't he do a fucking hour on Elon? Yeah. Man, we'll lose our mind. Man, do, do, like, uh, what, like one of the craziest to me, right, is, uh, is Steve Hughes. Going from oh yeah I know man I didn't want to bring it up the most progressive fucking like two of the most progressive bits well I guess one is like the most progressive the, bit. the, the, gay, but the gay, gay, gay man the gay men are real man bit fucking a man and like one of the best bits of all time and what was that was that nine early two thousands or nineties I can't remember dude I heard that at comedy store it's probably the reason I got in comedy I lost my mind the premise was so fucking good. Progressive, funny, and basically just destroyed the room because yeah. it was just the melting of reality. And he achieved in one bit what the the the, the gay community had been working doing parades every year. He he basically in that bit did everything that they hoped to achieve in in being accepted. Anyone watching that, anyone who's homophobic watching that, it was just like kicking them in the fucking teeth. He went, he went exactly for misogynistic masculine man, yeah. and he pretty much checkmate, game over, and <laughs> even the toughest cunt in the world would have to go like, you know what, he's a fucking got a point. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he's got a fucking point. You're holding down a man. You get the dick in there. He goes, you know what? We'll give that fucking trans, that cross-dresser a drink next time we see him, mate. You know what I mean? And then, and man, and it's and then Steve Hughes now. Oh, my God. How, how can I say the N-word Jordan on stage? Jordan Peterson, Jordan Peterson light. <laughs> and also, and also here's a, here's a laundry list of reasons oh. that I don't like women. <laughs> oh, dude. Uh, how do you turn? How do you turn from being like like the pinnacle of like like a, a 
progressive pioneer. He's got a point because, like, the the left has become so extreme and fanatical that he's started to attack them because he thinks they're out of line now. Yeah, like, but his target has changed. But he was actually left wing. He was a massive progressive. And mm. now all he does is I'm like, it's very sad because you're like, I saw Jordan Peterson articulate the premise. So I'm like, you're just doing his premise. I'm like, do your own one. Do you know what I mean? It's annoying to me. Do you find it annoying? I'm like, that's yeah. fucking Peterson's premise. Dude, I find I'm it. Like, a- I'm not up there doing. Ta- do you know what he needs now? If he really wants to hit, he needs to get onto the Andrew Tate train. Oh the premises that Tate's got are good. He's got, he, he's got about four premises that I had in my notepad. And I'm like, oh, I didn't have the balls to touch them. And I'm like, oh, I love that. <laughs> the, 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 the kickboxer, the kickboxer had four premises. No, dude, he's got, he's got some good premises, like stand-up <laughs> premises that he works off. They're actually funny. Every TikTok you've sent me, and I'm not, I don't, I don't have it. So I have to watch it in the fucking web thing. It's, it's been the worst. It's been the worst thing I've ever seen. Every time. Yeah, I, but it's funny. It, no, it's because never funny. It's never funny. It's just like this insane, like this weird, insane algorithm that you've that you've no, like listen, built listen, for yourself. It's not, just lunacy. It's you don't beautiful. understand. He's, he's oh, doing man, it with man. A- you know you're on the back foot when you're saying you don't understand. It should hold up on its own. He's, it's he's tongue in cheek. You don't see the irony in it. He knows he's taking the piss. He's just basically being provocative. He's just saying. <laughs> stuff <laughs> and, and the problem is there is a truth in it because the majority always rule unfortunately as kind as we try to be we can't help the minorities because at the end of the day everyone's self-serving and as much as i want to give the disabled the seat on the bus i will take it if we're if need arises like obviously we're in a we're in peace right now but in a war scenario i'm throwing that can off the bus and i'm sitting down if i've just fought six guys on the beach to try to save my house there's no way in a fuck a guy in a wheelchair is taking my seat i need to recover because i got another hand you know hand-to-hand combat to try to save my family in what world if we've got the apocalypse is someone running with a guy with a wheelchair? You got your three kids. You got a knife. You got a marauding UFOs and beasts and aliens. People aren't going to go and try carry a disabled man on their shoulder. They're going to throw him directly to the mob and protect themselves. I'm just saying, like, do, if we do got you worry? Into- do you worry that we're ignoring the uh, like, the very obvious mental disabilities that you suffer from? What I'm saying to you, if, if you were in a war situation, are you are you waiting in line? If I'm in a war situation, I'm definitely behind you. Like, are you going to wait in line? I, I'm not waiting in line. I'm saying I'm I'm pushing you out front because I reckon you make for great fodder. So it's, you could see it even in the COVID thing. So like, if we're running out of loo roll and there's a woman that's trying to park in my spot, am I cutting her off? Yes. <laughs> am I shoving a granny to the ground? Yes. Am I going to help the disabled guy reach up and get the last loo roll? No. I'm going to kick him in the face and take my loo roll. Are you fucking mental? If I are oh, the last piece of chicken at Coles to save my family and I'm going, oh, here you go. Let me lift you up, woman. You can put it in your fucking, your trolley. I'm, sh- I'm stabbing. I'm stabbing. But that's the beautiful. I'm just saying to you, I'm saying to you, under stress, takes 
logic is right. We're not in stress because we're peaceful and we've got a good world, so you don't really have to go that way. But he <laughs> is valid that under extreme stress but scenarios... But that's the point. That's the point. None of this etiquette exists. But that's the point is we have, uh, like, we've passed the threshold. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, I'm like, I only live once and I'm like, why don't I, why do I let uh, a pensioner take my part? I want to get in the shop and get a thick shake. <laughs> Why am I helping her? What's she going to do for me? What's she going to fight me? I can be, I can bash her. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to call. I'm going to the the markets, and I want to get a thick shake. And I'm going to, I'm going to let someone take my bike. No, if she complains, I'm going to kick her. It's just, it's just starting to sound a lot. Uh... Listen, I've, I've watched a lot of tape. He's turning I worry me. about He's that. Turning. I worry about that, but it's starting to sound a lot like a sort of like an Ayn Rand, uh, like you read Ayn Rand recently and you're, you're like, man, I'm that's, you, joking, that's the I... utopia. The utopia is where I get to do what I like, a true capitalistic society. Yeah, yeah, because no, but I'm just joking, but someone said to me, oh, you're ableist, and I'm like, yeah, I'm able-bodied. Of course <laughs> I'm ableist. <laughs> man, what do you think? how could someone call you ableist? Like, that is Fucked. Dude, they go, oh, you're, you're fucking ableist. And I'm like, yeah, I'm able-bodied. What else would I be? Why do you think I give a fuck? I'm not, I don't have a disability. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just joking. I only do that to be annoying. I obviously love all minorities. I want the minorities to rise up. Man, that- you've, man, you are a minority. You're like, <laughs> You're a severely damaged man. <laughs> it's Dude. like like the idea that someone this is this is like the time that uh uh Rath, I saw Rathy at Palm Beach Hotel. He told a joke about autism. Oh, Rathy's a racist dog. I saw Rathy tell a joke about autism, and some lady was like, "How dare you? My son has autism." And I'm like, "Man, look at this fucking guy." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I'm like, I, I don't think he has it half as bad as Rathy. <laughs> Rathy is the poster boy of autism. That's what I mean. <laughs> See, if someone told you, be like, you're ableist. Like, man, Wolfie, you are barely, you're barely keeping it together. I went to get diagnosed with Asperger's, and the pamphlet had Rathy in it. Man, <laughs> he's, 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 he's a working model. <laughs> but dude, yeah, you're right. Hey. You're the only person I I know who has a, a a prescription to lithium in gum form. It's crazy. No, but I'm not doing lithium anymore. I've, I've got to get a new one. But I'll tell you what's funny. You wait, wait, wait. You're not taking the lithium anymore. Do you know, you know what it happens. It happens. It's happened. Um, because the the marginalized people when they're elevated, oh, that's where that's where great stuff's created. It's like, um, do you know in high school the kid that's bullied? And then they have a day where something happens where they're a hero. Do you know what I mean? Like something happens and um, it goes immediately to their head and you realise they're the most rotten of all. Like that the bully, <laughs> the bully is a nicer person. Do you know what I mean? Like whenever you see a marginalised fuck elevated, they're despicable people. There's a reason God uh, shunned them with their disability because they're vile Garbage people. Like as soon as their ego is inflated, they fall victim to the worst of arrogance and ego. They're very mean. Do you know what I mean? I'm saying to you, like a lot. Where are these generalizations coming from? Who? Oh, the disabled. Well, I want an example. Well, I'm just saying to you, like you see it with um, with comedians, like when say you get an open mic room and they start doing well in it, yeah, they become despicable immediately. 
they start giving me feedback. Hey, you're going to write more? You're going to change this? I'm like, dude, you hit good wind at an open mic. You're a fucking hack. Fuck you. I could have been telling you the whole time, quit, you useless cunt. But I've always had the humility to be gracious and kind to you. And then the moment you hit a good crush and I'm doing you and I bomb, watch how quickly you fucking saddle up to me in the green room to give me tips on my act. You fucking dog. Because, oh, you, you, as soon as you get some sort of elevation, these people are, these people are disabled for a reason. <laughs> God wants to keep them in their box. What? I'm only joking. I've, I've actually watched too much tape now, and we're going to lose followers. Man, are you fucking here? Like, I, I, I'm, I don't no, but I'm actually joking. I'm just trying to. I've watched a lot of tape. Yeah, but I don't I'm know what your like, point is anymore. I, I'm confused. I, I'm, my point is have you ever thought you've got a disability because you're a vile person and God made it that way <laughs> to keep you humble? That's what I'm saying. You think it was an accident. He thought this. this Vile human being needs to lose a limb. It's <laughs> fucking in line. They need a tiny micro penis so they don't become Hitler. Okay? Because this person sucks. There's a reason that you're retarded. <laughs> because you might have been Hitler. But, okay? But, but, like, you do know that, like, you suffer from the same affliction. Yeah, I know. Yeah. God thwarted me because yeah. if I had been able-bodied and half mentally stable... I might have ended up running a death camp. And this is why I think I can't get my money back because all I really want to do is melt civilization. And I'm like, just yeah. give me access. Because you've a, been hurt. Give me access to a billion dollars in a legion and let me make a horrific memory on this planet. I want to march on cities and burn people with a chemical weapon. This week, Fuckhead got the chance to do Matt and Shane's secret podcast, which he did so drunk. So loud and so belligerent that 35,000 Reddit users came after him online. Please enjoy this selection of the most hateful feedback. Andrew Wolf is loud as fuck. That was almost unbearable. I officially hate Australia. This wet net Aussie is a clown shoe. No wonder those losers were slaughtered by the Japanese. Loud, abrasive, and drunk. Wolf was brutal. He sucks. The country is full of losers. Turned Wolf off in nine minutes. That was fucking brutal. He's a fucking cocked out loser who let a woman ruin his life and take his kids. Bitter old retard. Australian f***. Ha. Gay. It's shocking how much I relate to this guy's wife leaving him. Check out Andrew Wolf on the latest Patreon episode of Matt and Shane's Secret Podcast. Nice of you boys to have him on. Cheers, cunts. Do you think you would rather have... Uh, do you think you would rather have never had the money and not now be stuck in Well, this... I never had enough, man. No, 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 no. But this is what, this is what I'm saying. Would, would you rather have never uh, reached the highs that you did reach? Yeah, I prefer. And then, so you never knew and you didn't have to chase it. I would it. prefer right now to have still just been... Driving a bus on a route, uh, a, a specific route, and um, and then just basically having emu exports and be really stoked because there's a deal on schnitzels down at the RSL. 
And I'm like, oh, look who's having a big night. Two for one schnitzels. la dee da kids. We're in for it. Daddy's going to have 19 fucking emu exports. And two fucking schnitzels. I'm Elon Musk. I'm the king of the world. Let's get the bus home, kiddies. And then just have a fucking asbestos fence in a duplex and go like, how good is this? Netflix using the night neighbours sign up. We are fucking millionaires. <laughs> I would have loved it, man, because like, and, and, and no pool. We used the communal pool and go, how good is this? Some other cunt has to clean this up as I take a shit and swim past. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I wish I'd stayed in a trailer park. Yeah. It's basically, it's like what we said the joke. Of flying over an Ethiopian for one buffet meal and then flying them home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cruel. It's cruel. It's like, um, so you sponsor a kid and you send him photos every year of the Christmas roast, but then one year you bring him, he eats, and then obviously it hits a certain time and you go, get out, your flight's going back. (laughs) You know what I mean? And then you're like, get the fuck out. Grab the last of the turkey you can get. And it was like doing that Jim Jeffries opening. So I get to do the big crowd. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, you know, you get to live the moment, but then they're gone. And it's like you got fucked by an, an NFL football star. He's left you pregnant. You're a small town whore. And then I've got to end up sending out an OnlyFans to raise this child. He never talks to me again. And I'm like, I just wish he'd never come. Because I was very happy working in the bakery without a, a, a mixed race child that I've now got to an NBA star. He won't respond to me. Everyone says I'm a slut. They say, I, I, I fucking got the condom out of the bin and shoved it up my pussy. And I'm like, I just wish I'd stayed in the bakery and got knocked up by the baker's, baker's son. How are uh, the, the, the Jim Jeffries openings? The, how, how's, how's the pay? Was it all right? Man, I'm still waiting. I don't know. I keep checking the mailbox. <laughs> Have you, have, you, have, you, have you tried to message him again? It was fun, but it was also a very humbling moment where you realise... We've been living on, um, on the smell of an oil rag. I've got 19 premises crowbarred into about five minutes. And then I realized, oh, good comics. Their premises go for about 25 minutes because they're very intelligent. Whereas mine is like stab in the dark. Yeah. Oh, look, he stumbled on something. He must have overheard Steve Hughes say a joke. And now he's crowbarred it into his act. And I'm like, there's nothing sellable about my act. It's about 500 desperate jerk-offs. Do you know what I mean? Like little pumps of the dick. Yeah. There's no fucking, there's no bedroom skill. He's doing 90 minutes. No, you're, you're, you're actually, despite everything that we say to each other, you are very good. Oh, well, I appreciate that, man, because that's the first nice thing you've ever said to me. I've said so many nice things to you. Not only in private messages do I spend half my time saying, can you please come to the Gold Coast? Like, can you come to a run? I want to book a solo, please, because I know you'll make fucking money uh, for me. I do need that money now, man. Yeah, well, can you fly over Let's go to Gold Coast. But do you know what? um, Do you know... Um, how many, how many, wait, wait, how many, how many followers did you get from performing in front of, uh, how many people were at the Jeffrey show? Uh, look, look, the first night I got a bit haste because the intro was, uh, your opening act. Cause Jim was like, you fucked this up. Amos isn't getting paid. You fat fuck. He goes, what are you wearing this shit? Oh, what? He didn't say fat fuck, but he was like, don't fucking, here you go. Amos, here's your little son. Let's see how this cunt goes. But then the intro was like, 
welcome to Jim Jeffries, your opening act. Someone Jim knows. And then you see Jim walk past, howling and laughing, Andrew Wolf. And in my head, I don't think music was playing. I just heard, you know, my, my feet across the stage. And then I'm like, I'm crazy. You don't know who I am. And they're like, even Jim doesn't know who you are. Who is this fat fuck? It took me three minutes. Immediately I said, oh, I shouldn't have opened for this. Because I said, um... I said, I'm like the madam at a brothel. I'm coming to check your dicks for STDs before I let out the prettier girls. I'm going to check you for viruses and see if you're up to scratch. And then no laugh. And I was like, oh, fuck. I shouldn't have said that. It went well in the green room. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm never saying that again. So I'm already bombing. I'm having a breakdown. And then I sort of pulled it back. But then night two, I was angry. I was angry. I arrived. I was told there was a prank played on me that... uh, Taylor had told me, look, there's a problem. Some of the people don't want you here. Um, Amos is trying to deal with it. They don't want you here. And I'm like, I'm not a fucking pity fuck. I'll go home. And then I went in there and I was like, look, uh, if you guys know what we're on, it's totally good. And then they all laughed. <laughs> Just tricking. I felt like so bullied, man. That's, <laughs> that is particularly brutal. <laughs> but then I was, then I had fire in my heart. So I came out and, but you know how many followers I got? Wait, wait, wait. How many, how many in the crowd? How many people were in the crowd? Two nights, 3,000 a night. 6,000 people. 6,000 people. New followers for Andrew Wolf. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Five people. And because I've not been engaged with social, social media, two have left. <laughs> They've left <laughs> two weeks later. They've gone. I posted some fucking TikTok video, probably Andrew Tate. And they're like, this guy basically just retweets other people's jokes now. That's all I do on social media now is put stories of things on TikTok that I haven't made. You, I have noticed a lot of that. Man, you, you've, you've, you've plugged yourself into the retard matrix. No, but someone got, someone got me good because a girl that I respect, she was like, Look, I've never had the balls to tell you this, but she says, what you do on Twitter and Instagram is fucking embarrassing and you need to stop. She goes, it makes you look so lame doing these cheesy one-line jokes. It's not even your personality. And she goes, it's so off-brand and it's fucking embarrassing and you have to stop I, I, you, i'd be ashamed you need to bring back the uh you filming yourself in the yeah. rear view mirror of your car that's what she said to me and then and then you know what happened is i got those five followers from jim jeffries and i was like i looked through the tweets and i'm like they are actual shit <laughs> nerdy joke jokes i'm like this is actually embarrassing <laughs> that i've spent years Tweeting one-line jokes like a fucking hack. Uh, like, you know what I mean? A hacky. I realised at that point, he was Down syndrome. I'm like, there's nothing who was funny it? on any Who of was them. it that you respect? Who, who told you this? Well, dude, she's going to probably direct my show. So we're going in a nice direction. Who, who, but who is it? <laughs> it doesn't matter. You'll see when I do it's my show. It's not a name and shame. It's a good thing. She's giving you good no, advice. But, but I, th- I think her advice was good. She's like, That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm asking who it was because she sounds Well, we're working on our show. You can see her on my poster. She's going to help my, write it because she's like, um, she. I think she had a very good point. Like, I'm in there. What I was doing on t- uh, t- uh, Twitter was fucking so lame. 
It was like dad jokes. It's actually, I, I'm ashamed. I'm almost going to delete uh, Twitter. I, I think you need you need to delete TikTok, man. Like, you, you need to unplug yourself from this algorithm because this fucking, like, like I don't know, this Tate Cunners or this, like, like whatever this algorithm that's that you've been sucked into is is negatively impacting your worldview. Dude, and now, now, now all my, on the, the podcast, I'm now thinking it's funny. Blah, blah, blah. Another woman chatting, woman week, which is what Tate says. Yeah, but I—I um, I mean, we've been talking about this. We've been talking about some fucking kickboxer in Romania for about an hour and ten minutes. I don't know who he is. I don't think anyone gives a shit. He's but your TikTok algorithm, algorithm, yeah, your TikTok algorithm has hooked, like got its fucking hooks in here and plugged you into some insane person who's running a pyramid scheme out of Romania. Oh, and you're mate. like, I gotta tell everyone. I have to. I'm this tell is. You about Tate. Dude, my TikTok used to be basically people screaming at randoms at the shop. One of my favorite that I've been watching recently is a guy goes into the shops and accused like well-to-do people of shoplifting. I saw you and go like, mate, you, what, what, you put it in your bag. And he's like, I didn't take anything. And he goes, mate, I saw you've taken something. And he goes, come with me. I'm going to take you to the shop security. And it's just sort of an old housewife losing her mind as he accuses her of theft and then demands that she comes to security and has to empty all her bags. Then there's nothing stolen. And he goes, sorry, my mistake, but I still think you might have taken something. Just wasting people's time. But I'm like... It is bringing out the worst in me because I'm howling at this shit. Yeah. But when I explain it to people, they go, that's not very nice to go and accuse someone of shoplifting. But, uh, no, it's very, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a very funny premise for a video. Do you want to give me the link and we'll just post that instead? Like, what's this? What's the commentary? What, tell me that. Give me the commentary on tape. Yeah, I actually have no. Give me, give me your angle on this Romanian kickboxer. I have, I have no f- fresh info because do you know what happened? I was watching Louis C.K. and he was talking about his 20 years before he made it. Uh-huh. And he said, he said, one of the things you need to do, he goes, this is, this is a touring comic. You, you, you lie at home, then you go get food, you watch a movie, and then when you get on stage, you realize, and you just lie in the dark most days, and he goes, when you get on stage, that's the first and only time you've spoken to people. You compact it into the 45 minutes and you go immediately home and you never see anyone. And he goes, you strip your whole life down to those 30, 40 minute sets. And that's the only way, that's what you need to do. And then I got obsessed by that. And now I don't leave the house. I lie in a darkened bedroom and I just wait for my stand-up but sets. But you don't wait. You, you know what? You I watch, watch TikTok. TikTok. And then you repeat the things that you've seen on TikTok. Like we're all sitting around watching the fucking TikTok together. Dude, do you know amazing. what, man? You know what you've become? You've become guy at a party who has gotten the remote and has started playing YouTube videos oh. and nudging other people and going, "Mate, how good's this?" It's like, man, because we've had, we've done that bit right where they go, "AI can never replace human beings because uh, we're we're all yeah, going You're like, being replaced by TikTok. No, but and what I realise is, of course they can. Everyone's scripted. Like, I can guess my ex's mum, I can guess what she would say in every scenario, and I'll be right. Do you know what I mean? I know that she'll be like, I hear it on the radio the whole time. Weather, yeah, it's raining a lot, but yeah, farmers need it. And I'm like, how are we not scripted? Everyone's scripted. You've been scripted from the day you were born, when you went to school. Yes. You went in the sausage factory. Yeah. Now look at you, living in suburbia, think you're happy, 
but you would be happier on a, in the wild with me running around with sticks, naked, stabbing minorities. <laughs> sure. You'd be happier. Sure. You, you, play, you play an action game or you're playing on your Xbox. How much funny is driving a stick into someone in real life? <laughs> we could be doing that right now. We could be in a jungle right now. I have feces smeared on my face, chasing minorities. <laughs> and instead I'm on TikTok watching Andrew Tate posturize about these things when I could actually be doing it. I could be chasing someone. We, we can also explore the premise of our own show. Yeah, yeah, we've got to do that. What's, what's the premise again? Well, I think it's supposed to be a financial comedy podcast. Dude, I must say, though, it is so bad because early in the pod I said, you know what, no matter what the outcome, you've got to go work. And now I feel so much shame. My kids are getting too old and I've realised I really needed to sort my life out and I should have taken that 400, 500 grand that I had and got a fucking house. <laughs> it's really embarrassing that my son's now seven and I'm still at my parents'. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, why didn't I just fucking buy a house, man? And just get a stupid job like everyone else. But, the, but, this, is, but this is show business. And we're, the, the, the job that we've created for ourselves yeah. is to find hot riffs in a, in a niche. In a finance. In thing. a niche. Where, yeah. where I, I want to hazard a guess. And say that the uh, Australian Financial Review subscriptions lapsed. <laughs> no, I'm back. I'm still doing finance. And I, uh, if I asked you what the rate hike was, you would say, oh, I'd love a hike. It would be nice to be outdoors. <laughs> like, you know what I'd like to do? I'd hike. I'd like to hike up a transgender skirt and see what's <laughs> under there. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you one thing. I have been still in finance. Obviously, it's my job. It's but it's not even it's not even the it's not even like the picks of the week or like what are you investing no, in? No, but I've, you know what I realized with the ASX is it doesn't have liquidity to be fairly priced. So what I've realized it's sector driven and then announcement driven. So like there's not enough money. It's like the Australian open mic scene. So if lithium's hot, that means every other sector is failing yeah. and is below fair value yeah. because there's only the, about the money drained and so the money gets drained from drainage. BHP and, then, and then even if you have an amazing announcement where you're like oh it's, it's, it's revolutionized the company it still only lasts three months because eventually people go there's another announcement or another sector mm. and the problem is there's not liquidity to fairly price so i've been hard on myself but everything that I found that was undervalued is undervalued and it will remain undervalued because there's no money. It's basically, <laughs> you've, got a, you've got a Jordan collector's edition NBA card sitting in fucking Kalamunda country, country souvenir store. No one goes in there. Yeah. It's an antique store. You've got a vintage helmet worth $5 million, but no one ever goes there. And then I sit around and go like, trust me, I bought the helmet. It's going to come off. And then I have to just randomly hope for a chance billionaire to drive in and go, what the fuck? A, an official helmet? I'll buy it. And then they go, you're a genius, Wolfie. What I've realized is there's not enough water flowing down this fucking stream. The thing's inefficient and it's equivalent to getting into stand-up in Australia. 
a farce, a joke, an embarrassment. Everyone, we were thinking about it. Okay, a lot of people in Australia have got careers. Where's their fucking big special? Where's their big bit? I don't remember one person's bit. Who has a bit where you go like, you know what I, you know what I know about X? Is his bit on piggeries. Piggery bit, it's unbelievable. I'm like, you tell me many... Okay, look, there are exceptions, but you tell me someone in Australia that has I'm, a bit. I mean... I'm th- I'm like I'm thinking about hundreds of them, but like okay, they're famous. They're famous, but tell me that they a world famous bit that's come out of Australia ever. Snakes alive. That's not world famous. <laughs> that's famous on Hey Hey at Saturday. No one. He he he's not even recognised in Bali. You go to the airport, they'll check his passport in Bali. In Bali, he's anonymous. He flies for three hours to Bali. And they would they'd ask for a deposit on his hotel room and going, this guy seems like a tradie fuck. We've had these other cunts around before. Okay, okay, all right. Fucking uh, gay, gay men are real men. Yes, Steve Hughes. That's what I'm saying, one of the greats. Jim Jeffries had gun control. What's Peter Hellier's bit? That he got in a fight on the way to the movies? <laughs> And that his wife takes too long to get ready, but he still loves her so much that he never says anything about it. I don't know, but I, I, I mean, I don't know why we're, we're like we're going global. Okay, what I'm saying to you is, I got into broking, and we've had the equivalent to the 1920s crash. We've had three crashes. We've had three. Since I we have three had three Great Depressions in the past four years. We've had three. <laughs> No, I looked statistically in the last five years since I hit the skids on a bad trade, I've had three fucking crashes, <laughs> which has statistically never happened. And then people are like, why haven't you recovered? And I'm like, well, because someone keeps, I'm resuscitating a woman on the beach and someone keeps putting a towel over her mouth. A wave washes her into her mouth. And as soon as I've cleared all the lungs, there's another fucking Ukraine, Russia, Biden, what is Biden? Did you see him fall off the bike? Biden. I did. Yeah, okay. I did see him. Have you seen Biden's son, who's the drug addict? He's the best. He uploads footage of him like smoking crystal meth and swimming around naked in a bowl. Oh, that's excellent. I haven't seen any of that. That's so dope. He's selling art, and the best thing is these quotes where Biden says, My son Hunter's the smartest man I've ever met in my <laughs> life. And Hunter and Hunter says my dad will do anything I tell because he's the dumbest cunt I've ever <laughs> Because my dad does everything I say. It's like these two quotes. Hunter saying my dad's basically a retard and does what I say. And Biden, the president of the United States, saying my son, the meth head, is the smartest man I've ever met in my whole life. And he's been in politics for 40 years. He had Reagan. He's fucking, he's been around them all. I'm not saying uh, the uh, the... The broking advice is missing. Yeah, yeah. Or like, well, let's talk about Elon Musk. Or then. your insight into specific stock. I'm saying that like the vehicle is to is surely to riff on things like grain. Yeah, we L- need to talk about L- Elon. Let's make something out of grain. But go on, tell me what Elon did. You did. see that Elon sold all they Tesla sold seventy five percent of their Bitcoin at, at a loss. Did they twenty eight thousand? They exited because of cash flow issues. There's no way they can make him buy Twitter. Like, there's that 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 won't happen. Like, there's no court where they're going to be like, you have to 
have to pay for it now. But the fact that this fucking guy is getting around as just like the world's most uh the, the world's most famous market manipulator. Oh, mate. Completely the, unregulated. The other thing is, like, so they're slowly putting um, crypto as securities. SEC's doing it. Uh, a lot of them are getting deemed securities, which then means uh, Elon's been front-running the whole fucking time because he's been promoting stocks before he bought them, which is a jailable offence. And all these fucking social influencers that are going, get up on this NFT, get in board, as they're already loaded, locked and loaded, which is illegal. It's against the law. You can't be positioned and then self-promote and then sell into the fucking market. All these cunts are doing it. None of them have any financial knowledge. Which, wait, but to be fair, that, that, that does kind of protect you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like, <laughs> so the, the, the Logan Paul brothers, they got famous going into uh, Japan and where those people committed oh, yeah, and suicide. And filming, and filming that dead body in the and, suicide and pretending place. he's pretending he's a ghost and being at a supermarket, being at the suicide place in Japan, dressed as a ghost, going, I'm your dead relative or whatever the fuck he did to get famous. And him having arm wrestles with Logan, Logan and Jake Paul arm wrestling and then uh, pushing each other in pools or whatever the fuck they do. He's now done securities fraud. He's done fucking front running, you dumb fuck. Read a book, cunt. You shouldn't get famous at 21 and live next door to Joe Rogan when you're just a fucking uh, a high school bully. And now, and now he's trying to act nice. He's obviously a jock high school bully. Yeah, of course. I love his podcast, though, to be honest. It's funny. <laughs> I do love his pod. Why are you consuming all this shit? Dude, my main favourite pod is Impulsive with Logan Paul. That's all I listen to now. That Andrew Tate. What's I the premise? What's the premise of the of impulsive? Oh, just bro, broing out, broing out, bro boys, <laughs> broing, drinking uh, sports drinks, and talking about smashing pussy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, do you know what I really respect about Midflight Brawl? Right. Yeah. Is that uh, every week? It's they've got a story about something that happened on a plane. Yeah, and then that's sort of the that's sort of the framework uh, that they. Yeah, yeah. People, what people want structure in this world. Uh, we don't know where we're going to go. No, Our biggest problem is we don't release regularly. We we release intimately. I saw people that came to my gig and they go, "We love their part. Do you listen anymore?" And they go, "Like it's just too hard to know when it's going on." <laughs> and they go, "So they're more apps." I don't. Yeah, they are. They've been more apps, and they're like, "Yeah, I just got. I need it. I need because I, I hate myself, right? And I work at a supermarket. I need something to lean on to escape. And you weren't there. You know, you can't be a, a meth dealer that pitches up once in a month, once randomly. So some days." The meth is there, and then for six months they're not on meth, and they've just got to go on like, the um, what's that? Noltrex? What the the the? Uh, no, no, was it no, no, no prank? Fuck. Yeah, whatever the, the 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 derivative stuff. Basically, what you're trying to do is distract people from their pain, which they is real because they got lied to as kids. They went into institutions. They're now paying off little cages. Close to their employer. Do you know, it's, it's funny because like most people's life is paying off a mortgage, right? A house. Yeah. Which is like Jeffrey, Jeffrey Dahmer, like you got in those cages down the bottom 
And he'll say, you can pay off this with blowjobs, hey, and eventually you own your own self. Because they, they just all live in suburbs. What, what is these suburbs? They're just convenient places to get to work. It's like equivalent to the castle is the CBD. And then all the little suburbs are the villages, the peasants' quarters. And now you've got, oh, you eventually own your own. Oh, you own your own cell, do you? You're in jail and one day you celebrate and go, hey, guys, good news. I finally paid off my cell. And I'm like, yeah, you're still living it though, don't you? You're still in jail, cunt. You now own your own cell. Good whoops. You fucking mutt. Firstly, it, it is very difficult to uh, consistently record when your co-meth cook uh, keeps talking about uh, TikTok videos that he's seen instead of cooking meth. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but you know what? Do you know, do you know people? Because I've been trying to talk to people. How much of you is real and how much is scripted? <laughs> how much of you is scripted? <laughs> how much of you, like, can you remember yourself? This is a quote from some cunt. Yeah. Can you remember yourself before the world told you who you were? Can you remember who you were before the world told you what you were or whatever the fuck, something mm. like that? I'm saying to you, like, how much coercion has gone into creating your belief system? Like, how much of you is being, has been forced into you? It's very hard to strip it around because you religion hits you early, school hits you early, the idea that you can pay off your own little cell near the, the castle. Do you know what I mean? Like, why are people excited that they eventually own their own cage? Like, wh what's good about that? Well, it's like, doesn't it fill you with anger that if, if it was 200 years earlier... You could just show up to a place and go, "This is my bit. I think I'll, yeah, I think I'll yeah. build here," and then you have it. And it's, and it's, where's the release more of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, if, we, I find if we go out, if we go out into the desert, is there a bit where we can just take it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want some free land? Can, like, can we not though? Like, who is is it? It's what? It's just Commonwealth now? We have to purchase it from and get rights? Dude, it's just so hard. It's so hard because people get excited, but then if you... This is why they need the podcast. The surething.com.au, whatever. But I'm saying Dot like... money. Surething.money. It's so hard when you look at yourself at 40 feet to not see how generic you are. Uh, well, like sorry? how forgettable you are. What did you say? Even if you pay off your house. I'm saying it's so hard if, if you, you look no, at No, no, you life, said if you look at yourself at what? 40,000 feet from a okay. high elevated level. Oh, sorry. I thought, you were I thought you were giving your age for a second. No, no, no. I was saying <laughs> to feel how, how meaningless you are. Yeah. As in like what most, most people that live sh shouldn't have bothered. They're yeah. like Egyptian slaves. And, they, you know, they would have been Egyptians that built the castle that would have been really excited. And their grandfather would go, like, I put that brick up there. But, I mean, a total squandering of consciousness. A total waste of your existence <laughs> to do what? To do what? To keep records for big mining companies and banks and to, to, to be a lawyer, to be litigious with, between minings and banks who are having fights. I'm like, what is, what is all this shit? We have, we, if you, we, we, we're alive and we have consciousness and this is the best we can come up with. No wonder I want to kill myself. <laughs> this is a fucking farce. <laughs> This is a joke. 
Yeah. This is a child's interpretation of existence. It's a fucking mess. Yeah, I, I, but I just want to... I, I do just want to riff, though. Like, Yeah, let's riff. Like, let's the, that's, riff. that's the... Okay, uh, let's riff, man. Let me have a break. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how. We, I don't know how we segue naturally into into riffing from that. Okay, we're gonna do uh, it. But I was just. I'm going to I was just putting it out there. Like I understand. Like the existential sort of void is truly crushing. Like and 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 it is the darkness. The darkness is crushing, and it's 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 incredibly depressing to, to think about. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. And you often wonder if you didn't have family. Would you bother being here, or are you just here because you know, because you don't want to make them sad? You know what I mean, dude. Like, 100%, what's the point? One hundred percent. How many people are staying alive out of guilt of not upsetting other people? But do you think any of those slaves did any graffiti inside the pyramids? That was good riffs. <laughs> do you? Because re- I reckon there'd be some good man. Like I, I don't know how many slaves built the pyramids. I imagine a few, right? They were, look, yeah. Those those Who blocks cares, are pretty heavy. They're meaningless people. They were just yeah. uh, little cogs. Yeah, I know, but that's but that's that's the point. That's what I'm saying. Like some of them would have probably been pretty. You got to imagine, like on on the inside of the giant stones that they were dragging up, they were writing some pretty crook shit about that pharaoh. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know what you're saying. You get caught up, but you're you're trapped in whatever it is. So we need to do hot riffs <laughs> about. Just life, right? I'm just saying that if you went into one of the Great Pyramids, like into one of the unexplored tomes, I yeah, reckon yeah. there's a wall where in hieroglyphics it says something like sarcophagus, more like sarcophagus. Ah, that's so good! You that know what I mean? Hot. Dude, but I must say, because speaking of riffs, um, <laughs> what are we meant to pivot on? Because... I saw mates that have, because uh, I was going to go out to Bali, but my wife wouldn't let me, my, my ex-wife, because she said it's unsafe, yeah. because I'm a blackout drunk or whatever. <laughs> Nothing to do with the <laughs> politics. But I saw everyone so excited that they'd got the Bali babysitter. I've been trying to think about this bit. You pay $5 an hour for untrained with the most <laughs> important thing in your life, and then you go to have 19 daiquiris. This lady is a village girl that can't swim. She can't swim. You're near a pool. Do you think she can swim? Do you think she did state swim out in fucking Nihan Island? Mate, I've never been, but I'm pretty you go, I'm pretty sure. All my mates are tweeting. Can, can you confirm for me? Can you just, do they have flags on those beaches? No, they no beaches. And I'm like, I see all these people tweeting going, Bali, you got to love those Bali babysitters. Five an hour. And I'm like, when you come back and your two sons are at pool toys floating on their face... <laughs> And where is Nihat Nitsi? Nitsi's quit. Nitsi's a house filler, cleaner now. She couldn't swim. We fucked up. I'm saying, like, I don't think it's smart to leave your children with a villager for, for $5 an hour and think that you can go out and have cocktails and drink drive around on scooters in Bali and think that that's not going to... That's not going to possibly end badly. Well, then that's what I think about, like... Uh, uh valets anything like that where you you know like you you get out at a hotel and you chuck your keys to some kid who is immediately doing burnouts into the car park dude like you would do and it's it's equivalent it's equivalent like just because you're traveling you don't respect their law and you're like it's barley whatever we have some fun you could 
just go and take your kids down to a local park and tie a dog to them <laughs> and just go drinking and gambling at the casino and come back and see how they fared as well. You could get a pit bull, tie it to your two toddlers and leave them at a fucking park and just go, I'll be back in six hours, dad's off for a punt yeah. and for some beers. Do you know what I mean? Like you could be reckless in every scenario. You could drive your kids to a shit area in Perth and dump them in to a di- dilapidated house and say, I'll see you guys on Friday. Mum and we want to go and party at Burswood Casino. We'll see you in two days, kiddies. Have fun. Who's that? Oh, it's, it's Sheila, an ex-meth head. She's charging $1 an hour. And you're just watching cartoons and shooting up in front of you. I'm like, you do understand this is available. Just because you're in Bali and you see them and you think it's some foreign princess, you are actually <laughs> taking massive risks. A foreign Fucking what, what, Pocahontas? You think, because you think they're Balinese, you think you've got Pocahontas. At your uh, 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 pre-broking in your accounting career, highest annual salary, like b- biggest pull for a year. What's your estimate? <coughs> what, for me? Yeah, yeah, for you. Broking, I had that month where I made No, 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 pre-broking. When you, when you had a boss, when you had a boss. I don't, I think in London it was good. A few hundred grand. 200,000 200, uh, dollars. AUD? I think it was maybe like, man, who knows like on the contracting rate? So, maybe so, one hundred and hundred and fifty thousand pounds. So let, okay, so 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 two hundred thousand AUD, somewhere around there. Yeah, they're paying you that much, and how much did you give a fuck about that job? Nothing. If I wanted the company to <laughs> like, go under, even at two hundred thousand dollars, it's almost impossible to get anyone to give a. fuck. Fuck for any amount of money, and you're going, and you're like, you're 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 putting a value on your own, on your child, your car, whatever the thing is. Yeah, no one cares. But I'm just saying, Jimmy, it's funny. It's funny because you get enchanted by the setting sun, and the warm glow of your your Padma holiday resort that you're willing to play potluck with your children and just sling them to randoms. I'm like, you would never leave your kids. With a random person near a pool for two days in, in Perth, Western Australia, ever. If, if people said, hey, we've got the best deal, $5 an hour, you leave them near Scarborough Pool, you guys head into the city, you have spit roast, you drink, you can have fucking, probably cheat on your wife, <laughs> dancing in one of the clubs, you, you, grab, you finger someone, and they're like, no one. People would go, you're fucking insane. We've got our clay, we've got our shell, we've got our cage that we're paying off. They're staying in the cage. We're taking them to the park with us. We're taking them back. But you go to Bali for a week and you're like, la, la, la. You're dressing in fancy dress. You don't. You see your kid for three hours over two weeks. You don't find that crazy? Man. It's the same way that people end up caught on magic mushrooms because they didn't respect the local culture and they don't believe. They thought the police force were a farce and a joke. They saw, those yeah. small little Balinese man couldn't arrest me. They're tiny. They're, they're tiny people. I'll, I'll be like King Kong and flick them off my scooter as I drive on with my heroin. Are you crazy? Man, you're they, reminding you, me, you, you're reminding me of something I fucking bookmarked months and months ago. Yeah. It, it has to be the funniest economic analysis piece that, uh, I, that I've ever read, right? It's uh, economics ripe for a post-pandemic shakeup as COVID kills old assumptions. And it's like this breakdown of which workers are really essential showing like bare supermarket shelves going like, 
is it the CEOs or is it the people the people who get our food to us and the people who do aged care and dude and, I love and, that and it's like what 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 kind of elitist fucking what elitist retard bullshit is this that it takes dude, like a global pandemic and then an analysis afterwards to go like oh maybe we need to reconsider our economic structure because uh, the value is actually all at the bottom but how funny is how funny was the branding. Where they said essential worker, but it was actually people who we're, we're all willing to lose, so we can have a Dude, basic level of convenience. It, it wasn't even that. It was like essential worker. It was people we're willing to uh, basically put into forced labour to ensure that the rest of the country can, can yeah, continue yeah, yeah. to survive. And they go, "Hey, dude, you're one of the essential workers because no one's given up their ten dollar cook trips. You fuck. We don't care if you <laughs> can die. You, can you, you imagine? Can you imagine getting a supermarket job when you're fifteen, right? <laughs> and then two years." later you're like oh well i am uh leaving school i'm ready to go on my on my oe or maybe my studies or whatever and suddenly it's like you're an essential worker cunt where well, there's a pandemic on oh, you can't leave it's, it's a it is now illegal for you to leave strike if you dude, do anything like that we'll put you in prison <laughs> it's effectively like say you're in walking dead there's zombies around and you pick the biggest cunt to go have to run down and get the food. <laughs> to me, you're like, who are you willing to lose? That's the essential worker. We're all sat inside and we're like, someone's got to run past the zombies and get water. And we're like, Nigel, we've got a job for you, you fucking. It's basically the bully kid at high school. And what is Ni- does, does Nigel get double time and a half? No. Fuck no. Nigel gets paid the same wage. And Nigel has to run back and forth getting bread past the zombies and he's paid the same wage. And if he doesn't do it, he goes to jail. Man, this is the other thing, this is the other thing I was laughing about thinking about. Uh, we are talking ages ago about like nationalism and, mm. and, how, and how no one would go and die for their country anymore. Like, no. no like, Countries aren't real anymore. No, no. It, like Ukraine, Russia aside, which is... But that's not that's Russian Russian people aren't there like oh my my proud of my country Ukrainians are like oh please don't fucking rape and murder my children so like I think they're a bit on the uh, on the proud side. No one feels patriotic anymore because we're on the internet. Exactly, we've got access to everyone. No one gives a fuck. Can you imagine, man? Can you imagine, like same thing as essential workers, World War Two. You've gotten conscripted, right? And like you show up you, for conscription, you you you've got a bit of like a, a bit of pride there. Firstly, yeah. how much am I getting paid? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, no, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you, which man, fifty dollars, fifty dollars a month in oh. uh, in nineteen forties, which now two hundred and fifty dollars a week. So you're there, you rock up. They're like, you're like, firstly, how they put a rifle in? How much am I getting paid? Two hundred fifty dollars a month. Because yeah. you, you know how you always hear about all those old guys making their killing off of World War Two. Oh, dude, unbelievable. <laughs> you kill 350 fucking Nazi Germans and you're telling my kids don't even get to go to private school when I get back. <laughs> I have to get a normal job. Yeah. I'm like, I fucking stood and defended a border against 400 fucking Nazis. I had knives. I'm stabbing them. <laughs> And I get enough for a flight home yeah. and I still got to be a car detailer yeah. when I get back in. You, you're literally, you're, you're, t- you're taking a life. You're, you're, t- you're watching Dude. the soul leave someone's eyes for $50 a week, You right? can never sleep again. 
fucking never sleep again. And then, and then also, like, man, dude, dude, the working conditions to boot. Like, oh. you're there, you're there, you, you rock up, and you're like, <laughs> like, don't worry, guys. You, we're, like, <laughs> we're sending, we're sending you posts, and you're like, oh, oh, God, I can write at home. And they're like, yeah, yeah, oh, it's definitely gonna get there. Yeah, oh, for sure, absolutely. Yeah, in that plane over there, the one with the guns on it. Yeah, don't worry, oh! that's the postal plane. It's going home. <laughs> How many letters? Oh, sorry. Hey, I put my letter in the bag. I think I put the wrong address on it. Don't worry about that one, mate. We'll fix it up for you. It's fine. How many letters do you think went missing where you came back <laughs> and your wife, for some reason, had the wrong address and your wife thought you were the only guy not communicating and she's yeah. fucking your brother now? And she goes, oh, I didn't know. All the other girls were getting letters and you're going like, because of a, a government bureaucratic fuck up, you're the only guy that your letters never made it. And you come back and your wife's moved on. And you're like, oh, well, I'm glad I got that $5 an hour and spam in a fucking can to save some bullshit. And the whole thing is we shouldn't even have a national identity. If we just all got over it and followed Andrew Tate, everyone would be on the same well. Fuck off with Andrew Tate. And, and for, that $50, for that $50 a week, right, <laughs> you're writing that letter and you know, and the and you know the last one that so many of them sent was D Day tomorrow. Can't wait to find out what that D stands for. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Dude, oh, it's gonna it's gonna be a bloody good one. Dude, that's so good, <laughs> man. No, it's it's just, it's so much, man. And the worst thing was, um, did a lot of them like they were banging over there as well, eh? A lot of the soldiers. Yeah, man. There was uh, they had like penicillin shots. Well, I, well, I think it's crazy because. If you see three of your mates killed in a day and then you're fighting tomorrow and then there's some lady going, yoo-hoo, it's sort of like those moments where the plane's going down, would you have sex? Like, you're probably not really in the right headspace, don't you think? When you're Dude, fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dude, that's crazy to me, right? Like, I cannot imagine, I can't imagine being in a trench and then, uh, you know, like the reserves show up and they're like, all right, you get the weekend off. off like, yeah, and then there's lines. a French milk... A French milkmaid that's being really nice to you, and you you know for a fact like you've lost one of your legs already, and you're pretty much gonna die in the next three days. I'm pretty sure you're having sex. Oh, dude, I I'm going the opposite way. Absolutely, some woman comes up to you and she's like, "Wow, you're so brave," and you you're just thousand yards staring like, "Bitch, get away from me!" Oh, really? <laughs> like, <laughs> dude, I'm banging them and I'm getting them. What are you talking? I'm getting them. You're you, you, okay. It's it's weekend off, right? You're in you're you're in Paris, right? You've taken back some part of the city, and you're oh, dude, and, or, or getting... you 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 fucking I I I don't I don't know the fucking geography well enough, but you're in you're in some beautiful part of Holland or something in a hotel. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you got your you got your week off, and then uh you, you like like this oh the the woman the woman's creeping up the stairs to the door. There's this uh, yeah, handsome. Yeah. Handsome Anzac staying at the maybe she would pop in and and, uh, and 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 say hello and she you, you hear a rapping on the door and then the guy the, the guy's inside and he's like gunfire Jerry's kill him kill him all you hear all that guy's hearing is planes <laughs> fucking <laughs> falling out of the sky he's screaming Terry Terry that woman that milkmaid is getting a Fucking nose caved in as soon as she Yeah, hundred percent. The, the sex is just big, but I must say, like, you can see how you would do it. 
You would get depraved. I would I would be banging them and then making them write home letters to my wife <laughs> to justify why I needed this. Dude, I, you know what? needed uh, this. Week, week one is like, wow, man, these European women, they are pretty attractive. Week three is, man, all my friends are dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and, I, and I can't, I'll never sleep again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. It is, it is crazy to be a Lethiria, like to still be sexually charged when you're under that duress. But you still got a boner. You got a boner. People are dying and you're still, you're still horny. To, to think like, to think that you've, you're basically lying in a cave with bombs going off and you still see your erection popping up. <laughs> it's so, it's insanity. <laughs> On the needs hierarchy. How many dead friends before, you know what I mean? Because for me... For me, it's one. The, fir- the first man who dies in my arms is, f- is killing my libido for at least six Dude, months. It, it's actually insane when you think about it because of that Maslow's need hierarchy. Your instinct should not to be procreating in a scenario <laughs> where everyone's died. Yeah, yeah, your your yeah. dick should stop working. Yeah, where is procreating? Where is procreating? Because it's like like survival is the, is the base, right? Yeah. Procreating is going to be pretty close to the top. Dude, that must have been one of the successful soldiers because in your head, uh, biology should kick in and you go like, it's not good to be breeding when everyone's dying right now. Do you know, I, why am I getting a boner and trying to make more babies? Babies will die immediately. Like we need to just fucking survive at the moment. But maybe that is the instinct that you think, well, everyone's dying, we need to make more. And you get really horny. You know what I think is, uh, should be really concerning? I don't know if you've if you, if you, if you, uh, come across that stat before. It's like like 75% of, uh, of soldiers in World War Two would would aim to miss on purpose because obviously the idea of uh, like shooting Killing a man someone. in the fucking head is, is horrifying and you don't want to, and you don't want to do it unless you're forced to because it's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So most, most of them would shoot o- over heads or like not try and, and unless it was like, like became life or death. Survival, they had to do it. Yeah. When it became life or death, like, yeah, of course. So like 75%, uh, That's crazy. So it's just like a war re- reenactment, and they've got their dictators watching them, and they're just pretending to work, and no one really wants to be there. And it's all a well, it's the thing. simulation. You, it's, it, they get like they're getting closer and closer to the point where they can't not shoot. But the seventy-five yeah. percent are being taken out first. So that's 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 a big problem because you've got twenty-five percent who are like, man, I've always wanted to put a fucking bit of iron through another man, right? I would have been like that. I would (laughs) be taking people out in my own team just from the back. Just for a laugh. Bow, bow. You take, you see, you take a hundred, let's just, let's just simplify it, right? You take a hundred people, you put them on the beach, okay? 75% of them aiming to miss already. So a bunch of them, half of them get killed off just because uh, the other 25% from the other team, they are really, really, like, they shouldn't be there, but this is where they thrive. Dude, imagine if they had the courage and they, they dropped off at the beach and then there's 75% swim out into the ocean. You get out of the other side of the U-boat and you, yeah, you, you, see this, you see just packs of people swimming out into the open ocean. <laughs> just, and they're like, Jesus Christ. Half the fucking people are swimming the wrong way at top speed. So you've got, out of these 100 people, 25% of them are like, 
like you these are these are people that you wouldn't want coming around for dinner <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, yeah. like you're already yeah. like oh fuck oh, these are bad people these man. are bad people and then of that uh and they're the most likely to survive uh because they're the ones who are getting the killing done so they're having less yeah. bullets coming back at them so so then of these 25 percent of people right a portion of them are then watching their friends die in their arms or next to them yeah, yeah, and yeah. then they're they're on fucking they've got their week off and they're like, man, be cool to knock up some fucking Scandinavian bird while I'm here. Oh, it'd be good to go to a strip joint, wouldn't yeah. it, boys? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, and now what you've got is, like, everyone's a hero. This is the greatest generation, which, sure, of that hundred, should actually probably just be made up of about ten complete psychopaths who have, yeah, been, yeah. Who have survived and bred. Like, yeah. what a horrible... They're this monsters. Is, this is the, the worst. returning heroes are the the most despicable statistically <laughs> of that group. The monsters have come back waving. Do you know what I mean? The, yeah. The, the, and then you're like, they're celebrated for the rest of their life, and all of them, most of the big heroes, probably would have been serial killers, and now they've been lauded, <laughs> yeah. and they can every night jack off to the memory of stabbing their own mate in the back of the throat. <laughs> Without anyone watching yeah. to survive and going like, oh, I'm out of rations. I'm out of rations. I guess I'll just stab this guy and take his backpack. <laughs> You're actually tr- right though, man. Hey, war just sorts, it's a uh, sorting machine for the worst human. The worst human. Because you've got, you got a portion of them come back who are like... Lucky. Scarred for life. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the, the sane ones who come back have been through trauma that none of us will ever ever experience i don't think you could ever come back i think none of them most of them never recovered no like you might as well have died out there but the ones who came back and like were like fucking get on with life mate let's like what's what's oh i get a bit of, i want to buy myself a bit of property out in the uh, uh, they're sociopaths that are normal because <laughs> and the they're raising is, the most kids <laughs> dude they're getting and they're the heroes and the, the ones that come back you should never laugh again and go like why don't you have a sense of humor anymore and you're like Fuck off! You know what I mean? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to have any. Even the small trauma I've had in the last few years has changed me for the worse. Oh yeah, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's destroyed so much because, like, I used to just be fun, but now there's always malice. It's always attacking <laughs> and hurting. Do you know what I mean? And I wasn't like that, but it's just that the, the world's been cruel to me, and now I've come back, and I probably sh- would have been better off to just be dead. Like, I'm not going to add any value, man. If my fucking washing it is out on the line and it rains, um, like I'm, 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 I give up on the day, dude. Uh, yeah, man. I, the trauma, the trauma changes you, and it's not for the good. It turns you into a vile human. <laughs> it, makes you, it makes you really bad. You just want revenge, and you're bitter, and you want other people to have pain and see what happens to them, yeah. and see how everyone abandons them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, it's actually. None of those people should have returned back. They should have all been shot afterwards. Because yeah, I was going to say, that would be the first thing. Anyone who comes back with a smile on their face, they're gone. But, yeah. you, but you know, you all... <laughs> I've heard a million times, yeah, he was never the... Granddad was never the same after he got back from the war, right? But I've never heard anyone say, like, yeah, Larry was a real piece of shit. But when he came back... 
actually, oh, he was actually quite improved. He was a lot easier to get along with. He was laugh a minute, pull my finger, boom, boom, boom. And he had a great sense of humour. It really made him, hey. One of the greats. And that D-Day was the making of that man. He came back like a fucking joyous... Loving human being, My, but dude, it's for, it, it, for Larry. Larry, that that D was for dance, man, because he came back fucking with the pep and his step. Larry, Larry came back. He used to be so reserved. He's got tap shoes on. He's a life and soul. Hey. He <laughs> yeah. love a joke, dude. La- when Larry comes back, if he hears the word reserves, he should go into shell shock, <laughs> <laughs> dude. But like, it's so sad for those guys because no one really, like you said, only the psychopath comes back, and the rest don't come back. In any meaningful way. And they just lived a whole... And then the worst thing is they corrupted their... You know, like their anger was pushed across a few generations on. Oh, absolutely. The the granddad's a psycho. Yeah, because like like we were talking about, right? Like your friend dies in your arms, okay? And, And suddenly... You're not getting, you're not cranking out woodies anymore, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the ones who are getting home and making the the boomer generation, right? Yeah, like, those are not the healthiest men. Those are the fucking sycophants, dude. hundred percent. And then, but then it's also like so much of that, um, so much of that can be fixed with love because I see like Clementine Ford so angry with these misogynists, but I reckon if she just hugged them for a minute and maybe like breastfed one of them. Within three minutes, they'd be crying and he'd be stroking their hair. Like, these people, these people are just, they're hurt. Do you know these guys that are, like, attacking her online and she goes, you motherfucking, she's standing foot to foot. If she just basically pulled them into their bo- her bosom and stroked their hair for ten minutes, they would all break down and cry. Don't you think they're, they're actually just being hurt by the world? Dude, this, this, this is dumb but related. Uh, like, on... On call, on call of Duty, they got this thing where when uh, when you kill someone, you yep. get to hear their microphone, like the enemy team, for like three seconds. Yeah. So, and it's always, every time, it's them fucking screaming, like losing their mind. Like It's just like, faggot, cunt, cunt, fuck yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. J- just, just people screaming, like, I fucked you, dad. Like, just so angry. And then, and then at the end of the end of the match... Uh, you have these people who come on and they're just they're just furious because it's all the adrenaline of like uh, of yeah of, yeah of doing an actual activity but with no physical release and they're, so they're just vocalizing they, they'll come on and, and, and be like uh like I had one the other day some guy comes on and he's like man fuck it absolutely fucked on bro like suck a dick suck a dick yeah, yeah. and I was like oh man good shots dude great game. And dude, like it was like a, like it was like letting the air out of a balloon. The guy, one eighty, and was like, "Oh yeah, man, no, good game, bro. Yeah, no, good game, bro." <laughs> Do you know that's the, that's why the the left's gone so bad because they used to meet people with love and compassion and humanity, and now they've taken the same approach, which is to attack. And all that does, like you know that guy that's going to fight at the kebab store. If you spend one minute. Just being kind to him, he they almost always break down in tears yeah. because they've got trauma, and then they end up going, "I love you, man. Thanks. No one's ever listened." But now, what's happening? People are yelling, "He's disgusting. He's a fucker," and then, then they end up getting worse. But I'm like, if you actually just stroke their hair for a while and put them in a nappy and put them in their little cot and read to them, do you know what I mean? Like that, that, that. The, the new approach is trying to yell at the right angrily. 
And mm. I'm like, if you just showed them love, that's when they always used to get shown up because they would always be geeing for a fight and the left was always just very reasonable mm. and going, you don't need to be like this. You're great people. We respect you. You're obviously misinformed. But, you know, like, if, if you didn't attack, say, like Steve Hughes, he would have gone the other way. If you're going, I understand that you're feeling marginalised and isolated and I understand that, that that is upsetting to you, Steve. And then he would have thought, like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so hard to argue with someone that's <laughs> passive. Like what you're saying with Call of Duty. Yeah. If you meet them with compassion... Almost everyone ends up diffusing and being kind. Dude, they fold. They fold like fucking chairs. It's so They great. all folded. So you end up seeing like Clementine Ford having a back and forth, but she, if she actually just pulled them into the bosom and, and breast, if she had six nipples and breastfed them all, they'd all be wailing and crying, but instead they meet what they want, which is that hate and anger reciprocated. And it just makes them even worse and they say worse stuff. If people just said, I've, oh, man, I feel sad for this man. Do you know, they humiliated immediately. All those trolls online, if you meet them with love, will all buckle every time. We've we, we just created two, uh, like, dichotomous uh, echo chambers that feed into Dude, it. Dude, 100%. But you see people but you, with but the trolls. What, but you, can, you, you, can't, you can't do it anonymously. Like, we've created this whole new, uh, uh, like, interfacing with each other or way to interface with each other and it and it removes such a key element of what keeps people sane if, if, if a troll attacks you and you go i love and appreciate you and understand that you don't feel heard they they're pretty much fucked every troll that goes like fuck yeah you fucking hack you're a shit comic and go i love and appreciate you man and i understand that you don't feel like you have a voice in this world but i'm willing to listen and then they're like Oh, yeah, I actually did like your earlier stuff, mate. Like, you know I, mean? I was just angry because my wife left me. I'm sorry. And then they, they end up buying a hat. They buy merch, hey. And then they end up a super fan because they just wanted someone to listen to them. It's that same vibe, man, which what I do with comedy. If you're not part of the popular group, you become the school shooter. And I'm like, and I'm like if they just embraced me and shown some kindness... I would love all these people that I tried to slag off. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yes. I do love them. Yes. I don't have any animosity to anyone. But also for the sake of comedy, you have to go after everything. To do stand-up, you have to attack everything. The problem is each topic, they define you by, but they don't realise you agree with both sides. That's what I think as a stand-up. Like you're just playing for sport. What is the most annoying thing you can say right now? What is the most annoying thing you can say on this topic? What's going to annoy the most people? That's generally what, what I like to do. What's the most annoying angle on this? <laughs> I don't actually agree in it. I'm like, what would be the most jarring view to uh, have on this topic? We're going to wrap it up because I've been up since... I've been up for this, uh, 24 This is probably hours. an app we should never upload. <laughs> This is another one. Calling, yeah. This, I, Dude, I'd love it if we lost confidence in the pod and then people found out we'd recorded 30, but they were never good enough. <laughs> we just, we came, we, you know what I mean? It's like the open micer that just kept driving past. We could never go in. And they're like, well, why don't you release anymore? And we're like, oh, we, we lost confidence. I'm going to do, do a quick check to see if uh, all the World War II vets are dead before I... Uh, before I oh. <laughs> Mate, there are not many left. 
They're all Vietnam now, which is obviously a farce. No one respected that war. Man, that one that must suck, dude. That must suck when Dad was in uh, in World in, in World War Two, and then you go off to Vietnam and you come back, and oh. all those people going like, "Fuck it!" <laughs> You're like, "What? What a horrible Fuck feeling!" Fuck you, buddy. <laughs> Hero status, where the other ones people didn't. Uh, 100% agree with the politics. So, like, you're actually, you become a leper when you return back. And you're like, you got paid $5 a day. You had your three best mates blowing up in front of you. And no one respects you because they didn't really like the politics behind the wall. (laughs) (laughs) And they had the same atrocities. And you lost. (laughs) And you lost. But, man, they had the worst of it. Because World War One, two heroes, yeah, Vietnam, there's still stigma on it. Oh like, yeah, dude. Dude, fucking. What are you like? What, what, Vietnam is like the uh, the inception of. This is my picks of the week. By the way, uh, is the inception of like Monsanto, Agent Orange, Chemical Warfare, yeah. and I think if you're gonna be uh, plugging your money into anything, I reckon uh, high grade chemical uh, manufacturing companies. Uh, I think yeah. that's gonna ripe for taking off at the moment uh, because uh, monkeypox is coming for us all, uh, or we're gonna need to solve our way out of uh, the food shortage crisis created by uh, the dilution of, or the the degradation of the soil with new chemicals. And Monsanto will invent. Why aren't they progressive with uh, virus names? Monkeypox sounds. Um, They've apparently they're changing that. Yeah, I don't. I find that offensive to me. It should have been cough, cough, hug, hug. You know, like you can't monkey pox. It's, it's not good. Whoa. Like, yeah. Why do you have to say it's <laughs> No, but I'm saying you can't, you, you can't, you can't. Why do they vilify the virus as well? They should have kind names. Do you know what I mean? You can't just call anything. It's discrimination. I know. I, I like that. Um, Can you get rid of that <laughs> please? I, I like that COVID-19 had like a good name. Like You know what I mean? Like co- like COVID. Coronavirus. It was like the. There are very. Do you few- reckon Corona? How quickly they got rid of Corona? Do you think Corona paid to, to get that fixed? Because initially it was Corona, and then it no, was dude, COVID. Pe- people still call it Corona all the time. That association's never going away. Do you know what I love about um um where, where they they misrepresent because Roe versus Wade, the abortion stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, Roe versus Wade. Why don't we just call it like? Do you know exactly what it is? Like referring to it as a court case sort of uh, reduces the impact of actually what they're saying is no, no more rape, uh, you know, have your rape baby or, you know what I mean? Like they're not talking about abortion. You go, no abortions. But instead it's Roe versus Wade when that was appealed. I'm like, I just don't understand why they don't actually uh, emotionally charge more exactly what's happened. They keep referring to a fucking legal case because they're smart. And it has less impact then because dumb people probably don't even know what Roe versus Wade is. Do you know what I mean? Like, do you find it weird that it hasn't been branded and more vilified? To well, go because like, because, um, because that's a problem, right? Because it was never codified into law, so it it was never more than Roe versus Wade. That's the yeah, yeah. But but I'm saying to you, it's weird to me that they wouldn't charge it and give it some sort of name. Like, no, because but that's what I'm saying. Because if, if if you if uh, no, I know it's the court case, but I'm saying like when they talk about it, 
No one, no one mentions abortion I anymore. I get what you mean. Everyone goes, Roe versus Wade. What are your thoughts on Roe versus Wade? I'm like, what are your thoughts of a young mum being raped that can't have an abortion anymore? Like, but why aren't we going directly be- to what's going on? Because if, because if you call it like, if you call it uh, like, oh, the, rape baby. the abortion law. Yeah, like, like, no rape babies. Okay. No rape babies. We're calling it no, no, no rape babies. No, we're calling it rape babies. No, <laughs> no, we want no rape babies. rape babies. No, rape. Because you, but, uh, Rape baby choice. No, no, we're calling it the rape baby legislation. Rape baby legislation, right? Then when, uh, th- then, th- because then it feels like there's no more work that needs to be done. People are like, oh, we've done, we've done rape baby legislation, and then, yeah, yeah. And then what? And then what happens? Some fucking, uh, uh, some in- insane Supreme Court fucking justice yeah. turnover happens, <laughs> and then and then it gets turned over, and everyone's like, I, th- I thought we were good with that. It's like yeah, yeah. Dude, it, what a farce! So what a farce to um. It, I do think a lot of people feel smart because they're referring to a legal case. They do. They feel empowered a bit, like they've read a book, and we're like, you haven't. But what a farce that you can still actually have the abortion, but you just got to get a greyhound bus across a random line, <laughs> and you can still leave the baby dead in the desert. But you've just got to spend a day now, and it's just inconvenient. Like they're all going to do it, but now they've got a bus. Now you got to now you got to end up you having unprotected sex and then you got to take three days off work to go on a greyhound bus. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's still available to everyone, but now you've just got a, a larger process. It's it's fucking crazy. There man. are oh, mate, there are already some uh, some fucking horrifying court cases. Do you think it was a conspiracy because uh, the population's dwindling and they need some rape babies to to, to work at the, as essential workers? I don't. I don't think so. Because, you know, one of the big threats in US and stuff is population and it's not going to be able to support in 30 years it collapses because the, the, the numbers are absolutely dwindling and you need it to constantly grow. Yeah, but that can't be the, that can't be the solution. Like, no one thinks that's the solution. But do you think there was some thought of that? Oh, some of the lazy girls were end up just having the baby? No, no way, man. Dude, it's, it's fucking, uh, like, it's some... Shitty political mind gets into it's, it's like that. That's a fucked system. I think what they really need, and this is the most important thing, is guys should be able to get birth control. It would change everything. I would never have come off it, and I think you would end up having to convince a guy over twenty years. It, it would take years, years to convince the guy to come off birth control. You know how it's random now and guys are impulsive and they're just fucked up to have a baby. If a guy had been on birth control for five years and his partner now goes, I want to have a baby, you're going to come off birth control. I reckon almost every guy would go, fuck no. You can fucking, why would I? Do you know, like how many guys wouldn't have kids? Like, you know how now it's just like, oh, I'm pumpy, pumpy. And then they go, I'm, I'm coming off it and you're lazy. But if you had to actually consciously go, oh, I'm going to have kids now, I think there would be l- so many less uh, need for abortions because almost every guy would be on birth control. I wish I had it because I was a blackout drunk and I was playing with fucking Russian roulette all the time <laughs> and I hated it because you'd have one little interaction and then for three months you thought you had AIDS and a baby and you're like, you're, every night's wrecked, you couldn't sleep. You're like, oh, Jesus Christ, it was behind a bus stop. Who the fuck was that? I just wish I had birth control. There's probably a baby in fucking Portugal. I don't want it. And I think guys would embrace. I would have loved to be on birth control. Wouldn't you? I would have loved it. I don't think anyone should be having children. It's, I, it's, it's, 
abhorrent to me. Imagine how hard it is, though, because as much guys are lazy. So when the girl goes, we're going to have babies, I'm coming off birth control, you're like, ah, yeah, do it. But I think to convince the guy to come off birth control would take three to five years of hounding. And you go, I'm leaving you. I'm leaving you left to have kids. And you're like, do you know what? I don't think I, I want, like, I just, I remember with me, I think if I had been on birth control, I might not have had kids. Because I'd be like, nah, nah, we don't need that. We go off to Bali, girl. <laughs> <laughs> have a I don't want to have a kid drown in the pool. <laughs> like, I don't need the trauma of seeing how bad and irresponsible I am. Because that's what kids are, right? They just yeah. bring to the front how selfish and cunty you are. They're a beautiful, perfect mirror. Dude, they're a mirror of what you are and you realise you're unreliable, self-centred narcissist. And then you're like, Fuck. I just wish I'd had that diagnosis before. Like, it's hard not to be self-centered. <laughs> and then you, you feel the neglect and you feel repulsed at yourself because you can't change because you were one of the 25% that would have had sex and tried to take out colleagues during World War II. <laughs> it's in your DNA. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I just think it's, it's absolutely disgusting to force consciousness onto something. Just the idea of going, hey, you're here now. Fucking suck it up, cunt. Well, that is, that's the ultimate rape. And it's the Kinnison bit. Pulling someone from the, the ether and then bringing them into this shithole is a crime in itself. It's cruelty. It's true. It's cruelty. actual cruelty. And then go like, well, you've got you've to get in servitude. You've got to pay off your, your prison cell yep. to Jeffrey Dahmer. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, 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 and then you, you, I feel like you can't bring kids in until you've escaped the Matrix. Otherwise, you're disgusting. Because you're actually forcing them into slavery. No one who escapes the Matrix, it like would have kids. figuratively, would do that. No one. They wouldn't have kids. No one in their right mind. Like it's it, the, like the cruelest, the cruelest joke, like biological joke is, is existence. Is it, like, firstly, you exist, and you're like, man, this is fucking rough, and then yeah. and then to boot. Inside you, you've got this thing going like, you have to make another one. You got to do it. Yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, the devil tricks you because like the window, I had a window of success where things, where I was happy. It was only fleeting, just long enough to conceive my two kids. And then it vanished. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like the the universe conspires. Do you know what I mean? If I had had what I had previously to that three years, there's no way I was ever going to have kids. There was a brief window of happiness that was basically a mirage to get me to pump out two, two new slaves. Yeah. And then I was returned back to the reality of existence, which is just servitude. Yeah. We just work. You just work for no apparent reason. Yeah. What do we, what do, we do? So you can go, you have nothing to say. Like we're saying on the pod, no one actually has anything that interesting to say. Like, I mean, half the people, I don't know why they talk. Why do they even talk? You spend your entire life just grasping at these, like, fleeting moments of happiness to try and fill what we all, what is just, like, an empty darkness. Dude, 100%. Imagine generic, how generic convos are. I would love to, like, give each person a one-hour highlight reel, the best of. The best of their combo. Do you know of these more like non-playable characters mm. that just really have never really had a good story, never really cracked a joke, and I'd like to just give, this is the best hour. This is a podcast that's produced 
from when you were eight, no, from when you were two to now, these are the best things you've said. And I mean, most people, it's fucking dire. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> you know, a summary of their whole life going like, what bus did you get? Was it the 344 or the 348? For the kid problem, I think, yep. again, using some of our AI future tech, it's a highlight reel of what your kid achieves. And before it's conceived, you get, you get the tape, you sit down, you watch it, you watch a full hour, fuck it, 90 minute feature length, feature length film. Yeah, yeah. You're watching a film, it's like a, bi- a biopic on the kid you oh, may make's life. And then you see, you watch that and think, is it really fucking worth it? And you know what the AI would show? Just, you know, people off the side of the Titanic hanging, hanging onto wood, just occasionally having barbecues. So that's basically all most people's <laughs> life are. Just try to stay afloat with a group, find a common group that appreciate your little thing that you're hanging on, you know, and have a similar view and then throw in an occasional barbecue. I don't know how that happens, but I basically <laughs> just clinging for survival and then you find similar looking people to cling to the similar log and then you all convince yourself that there's a, there's hope. That there are we've got the best log. We've got the best little debris that we're hanging on. You watch 90 minutes of uh, a structureless, no narrative, no beginning, middle or end. There's no fucking, uh, what is it, save the cat moment. Yeah. And, then it, and then it just ends. And then you're sitting in the theatre with, uh, with your loved one and you look yeah. at each other and go... Fuck, let's, maybe let's just go get ice cream, eh? Oh, dude, 100%. Because what they really need to do is narrate your family tree. Ancestry.com. And then they show you the last 400 years. Everyone related to you. No, the it highlights. has to be the future. It has to be the future because you no, can... No, but I mean, the, the, fu- the past predicts the future. And I'm like, even of the people you knew... If you go a few generations back, it's been nothing but suffering. You you, no, you can't. You can't do that because people, people's, uh, people's stupid biology is that it, it's going to get better. Yeah, and the, and their their own like uh, delusions of grandeur are like, like oh, well, but my child and the thing that I'm oh, and what yeah, yeah. I do, it has to be. This is no, here's a night. What if you can sit through this fucking film, oh, dude? It's unbelievable. Of what your kid will do. Most people haven't made it because of blame or bad luck. Like it's very rare that someone will just accept they were mediocre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's very rare that a guy will say like, "I never made it in life." It wasn't because I got unlucky, and if I had just invested, that, it's because you're a mediocre nobody. <laughs> Imagine if someone had admitted that. Why'd you have a tough life? Because I'm a no one. I'm mediocre. I've got shit genetics. I have nothing to add. I'm lucky to be around. I'm a boring turd. I guarantee you that a good 65% of people would turn off during, uh, during the 20-minute scene where they're working their, uh, like their first job at Woolworths during high school. Oh, dude, I think that's the biggest hit, your first job. When you realise you have to do that for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. And you just, and you just, you're just shocked. It's sort of like when you have kids and you realise you have to look after them the whole time. But that, <laughs> first day, that first day at work where you come home and you talk to your family and you're like, are you serious? Like, we have to do this forever. I'm like, why the fuck did you have me? You absolute selfish fuck. 
you're telling me <laughs> this is it? You motherfucker. You lied to me during primary school and yeah. on the swings yeah. that it was going to work out. Day one at your job, you realise you're a fucking dumb cunt to have kids. God Fuck damn. you. I remember the first, I remember the first eight hour job uh, that I worked. It was a holiday job. Everything going for me as well. Is me and my buddy uh, William. His parents owned yeah. a, a coffee roastery thing, uh, and we were putting late. We just put labels on the on the bags, and like and just talk, like just hang out in a yeah. room and just fucking labels, right? And uh, I remember probably forty five minutes in, thinking oh. eight hours is the longest period of time, dude. A hundred percent. One of the longest days of your life. There's no number bigger than eight and there's no measurement bigger than hour and you've put them together. Are you fucking kidding me? I said I'd do this all week. Dude, I obviously had that story where at my first job where I had my lunch at 9am and hid behind my car (laughs) crying as I ate a peanut butter sandwich from a lunch tin. And I'm like, I have done every type of job. Night feel. Even in London, I did a male job. Because I ran out of money and it was like refugees were there. I don't even know if we got paid. And it was like, I can't distinguish any of the jobs I had, including the ones that paid more. It still felt exactly the same. I was in a mail room, sauntering mail, like one of the worst jobs. Most of them were Somali refugees that didn't even speak English. And I'm like, I, in many ways, probably enjoyed that job more. Do you know what I mean? Like no job has been enjoyable in any capacity. It's all a lie. Yeah. And everyone just pretends. Yeah. And, and, and like, no one will admit it. And that's why they need these pods. <laughs> I think that, I think that's, uh, that's as the end of the show and our wrap up pick of the week message. It's if you have a child or you're expecting a child, uh, don't expect anything. No, you're, you're inherently a sort of selfish and evil. You're selfish and don't get person. excited. No. Because you just ruined a consciousness. You took them out of the ether. You've created something which is almost magical, uh, but m- magically cruel. Like you create something magical to ju- just sort of shove its face in the dirt. That's what you actually need to do is like if you know their family history. So when they have a baby and then you buy them a mini Coles uniform with a new name badge <laughs> 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 at the baby shower. You've got like a Hungry Jack's outfit, just like their dad. <laughs> or, or like, or even like a better company, a Rio Tinto middle management shirt that they can wear with a hat. And you're like, uh, do you know what I mean? Like, like the sporting memorabilia or a mid-range accountant or lawyer or whatever you do. Do you know what the thing is? that The trick is, what I was saying in um, Titanic, the trick is that people think the little bit of flotation they've got is superior. But if you look further away, everyone's floating in the ocean lost. Yeah, but suddenly yeah. a lawyer thinks he's more elevated than a fly screen repairman. <laughs> but they're not. They're not. It's a load of bullshit. It's just, it's like various levels in slavery. So you're the, you work at the cotton place, but you own the shelter. But there's no good outcome, including these cocky fucks that think they're doing well in law or accounting or engineering. Yeah. It's still servitude. Ultimately, it's boring. 
It's repetitive and boring and it's a waste of your consciousness and you're doing it for money and you're not getting paid enough. You're getting paid just enough to ultimately pay off your slave quarter. Do the sums. <laughs> why, why does the number that you get only equate to a house over your whole life? Why the fuck was it so strategically and maybe a better house that like you get a better house but fundamentally why does your wage equal a house and it doesn't matter what the house looks like it doesn't matter what you put in the house because the true trap is you inside your own head yeah day to day well that's it man just having your th shitty fucking thoughts just having them rattling around in your head, all the stupid fucking things you Never think. Never being smart enough to see the loop and the repetition in your thoughts to see that they're not original, mm. that your thoughts are not your own, that you're not actually exciting and that you actually have nothing to say and you should keep your fucking mouth shut. <laughs> 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 because you're a boring, mediocre cunt. <laughs> shut your mouth. Your best thing is to kill you. Don't do mindfulness. <laughs> just hang yourself. That's, no, anyway, that's that's why I spend the majority of my time, uh, as much as possible, playing video games and singing uh, parody songs. Uh, where, oh, I, where I replace uh, words that rhyme with gay with gay. I love that to try and just get just just not to have any anything in there at all. Well, that's why the, the Buddha and none of them talk anymore because they realise they're worthless and everything they say is generic. And eventually, if you've got enough humility, you realise you shouldn't fucking talk again and fill the world with noise. But I can't stop because i got mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> but I do know that I should just shut up. I'd like to never speak again. It would be nice, man. It would just be a break. To just a vow of silence and just never talk again, dude. It's, uh, honestly, uh, like uh, a, a one bedroom with internet access, and and I get to pick that's my it. meals each day. I'll, I'll sit there and shut up. I don't give a fuck, dude. That's what I want. And just break down to hand singles, thumbs up, thumbs down, or the middle finger. Yeah, man. And that's basically all I all I really say. Anyway, I like it. I hate it. Fuck off. That's basically all I all I am. If we break down, if I break down the last six months of my life, I've 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 watched The Sopranos, The Wire, Breaking yeah. Bad. I think twice. Good choices. And 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 I rewatch Better Call Saul. Right. Yeah. This these are four very long television shows. I'd seen all of them before. I watched them all again again, and that was sort of the that it's really all I wanted. All, all I wanted was to just sort of, like, consume a couple of good stories. And Dude, that's all you want. And I watched The Wire a second time, and my brain's so dumb, I didn't even remember it. <laughs> Ten years old. I watched The Wire for the second time, it might as well be a new show. I'm like, what is the point of existence? No memory of any of the characters or any of the storylines. It might have been a brand new show to my dumb brain. And I'm like... Really, what is the point in engaging with anything, man? But I'm now I'm worse than you because I lie in a dark room and just watch TikTok, which is now basically Andrew Tate on loop. Yeah, I don't even engage with a structured show. I just watch TikTok. I really think I really think you need you do need to delete that app because your personality is being like. Oh, overtaken. dude, it's so bad. I'm actually going to go home and watch 
I, like, I think I need to upgrade my TV so I've got better riffs. Uh, TikTok's <laughs> killing me. <laughs> I need to watch actual shows where they spent an hour on a story arc rather than Tate just yelling, women a week, over and over. <laughs> All right, we're going to go. Catch, have a good one, man. Don't kill yourself. Oh, see. Leveraging your home, margin personal loans, hedged by P.